guys, welcome to the 44th entry of Directly to You. I'm here with Parker because Logan is uh, MIA, as is his brand. But the plan is we're going to have Parker on for the rest of the episodes until Directly to You explodes. And also have Logan on when he's available. But this way, we'll be able to have Directly to You every week rather than whenever Logan's available. Uh, but aside from all that housekeeping stuff, you know, uh, as Logan likes to talk about a lot, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> the anchor listener support is an option to you. If you want to pledge anywhere between a dollar and $10, you can go to anchor.com slash directly to you, linked in the description, linked on our Twitter, and you can do that to help out the channel. If you want to get something in return for your support, you can go to youtube.com slash fanatics4 and become a member by clicking that join button. You'll get exclusive emotes, gaming time with us, loyalty badges, free switch keys from time to time, access to our supporter only discord, the whole the whole shebang. So what's up, Parker? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. It's fun to be on the show. <laughs> Looking forward to, to this going forward. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I always like talking with everybody like in the comments and stuff like that like that's always fun and mm -hmm. that was a big reason why we even started this channel is because i want to talk about people talk about video games with people right yeah um and just the like i i always wanted like the very first action point i ever did the 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 idea of it was for people to make their own you know like to make their own action point and say oh i like this video i'm going to make a response video to this mm -hmm. not just comment but go the whole like the whole extra mile so i like when people like you or justin or like in the past nate hit me up and are like hey i want to be a part of this in a in a creator way you know mm -hmm. like i want to want to be on a podcast or start making videos and stuff like that that's that was the goal. Yeah, for sure. No, and it's fun just to, I feel like, have more voices in that space, too, because, um, you know, obviously I listen to you and Logan talk about this stuff, and it's like, I'll talk to some of my friends that also have Switches, but it ends up being, I'm way more informed in a lot of it than they are, so it ends up just right. being them, like, me telling them the news, and like, here's this stuff going on, and they're like, well, that's neat, as opposed to actually, like, having discourse and getting to have that. So it's, you know, obviously just fun to have somebody to talk to about it that's uh, already kind of in that sphere um as you obviously are so yeah right with that being said tell tell me the news <laughs> yeah so uh so one of the things that i'm doing here is gathering all the news stuff so this past week hasn't been super heavy in news uh there's been a decent amount of rumors and so we'll chat about those some and then also about any you know new stuff that came up that seemed worth mentioning the first one is it'll tie into your video a little bit later but um just that there's a Nintendo Direct coming in January, like that's almost a given at this point. And probably it'll be the January 10th, kind of question mark, but there's one site that actually, you know, put it as a leak, quote unquote, uh, right. as opposed to just being speculative, which, I mean, I guess the question there is, is it still speculation on the part of the person that leaked it versus did they, you know, do they actually know something? So yeah, maybe uh, the January Direct being on the 10th. So yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Somebody I know said that <laughs> a direct hmm yeah, may or I may wonder. not may or may not happen around this time frame. I I don't know who it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it makes a lot of sense for them to do that, especially if they do it before um, 
Mario Deluxe and Travis Strikes Again and stuff like that. So they're able to give that that brief like push of like, hey, here's these games that's coming out soon. And also here's more down the pipe. Yeah, right. Um, totally. And it seems like, I mean, theoretically, they could if for some reason they skipped the 10th and did it on the 17th. They could do that some for Travis Strikes Again, but that just wouldn't make as much sense as far as like, that's not a first party game. That's not like what they're trying to push. I mean, obviously they want to push it as well, but New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, U, U Deluxe, makes a lot more sense of something that they'd right. actually like try to be vying for and get it ahead of that. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me. In that yeah, sense. and they definitely want to try to have that in the news cycle because like Mario, even though like a lot of like hardcore gamers and stuff like that um, aren't really super hype about that game, Mario uh, U Deluxe very well may be like top three seller this year. Yeah. Totally. Like, and I, I'm not even just talking about Switch games. Like, I'm talking about games, period. Mm-hmm. Because 2D Mario games sell ridiculously. Like, the one on the Wii sold, like, nearly 30 million units. Like, I remember Reggie fils said something about, um, he was, like, on some show. Mm-hmm. Um, or it was, like, a news interview or something. And he was like, guys, Call of Duty is going to be outsold by New Super Mario Bros. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. And I, he was talking all platforms. It's going to outsell it. Everybody's like, you're crazy. You're insane. Blah, blah, Lo and behold, it did it by <laughs> like handily. Like it wasn't even close. So it's like that series is a, a juggernaut as has become a joke. But it really is like it's going to sell crazy if Mario Kart is any indication also. Yeah, totally. I mean, the... I feel like Mario Party 2 is a bit of an inclination of that in that it sold super well right around Christmas time, which just goes to show that it seems like a lot of gamers themselves are like fairly interested in it because they picked it up. You know, it sold well at launch, but then it sold really well right around Christmas time. So like that Mario Party and like New Super Mario Bros, those kinds of like, you know, 2D Mario games, I feel like are games that parents will see and be like, hey, my kid wants this because, you know, it's a parent that's fairly uninformed, but they know like Mario is a great game. So we'll get that for my kid. <laughs> and so they'll right. get it anyway, which just, you know, obviously lots of people like it and, you know, I'll get it. I don't know if I'll get it right at launch, but I'll get it at some point. And then, you know, that said, it'll just, uh, you know, folks that actually play games a lot will get it. And then also uh, parents. So, yeah, it's just, that makes sense in any case. And I want to stream it. So, Nintendo, hit me up. Provide product. Please thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Free game. <laughs> Hashtag free game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, I mean, that rumor seems like it makes, I think the other thing about it too, you know, it's a, it's a Thursday, so that's always a strong point for, for those dates. It seems like they come then. And it's one of those things where it's just, it makes sense, but still nintendo doesn't always do what makes sense i feel like we'll probably see that in some other things later as we talk about direct things and but yeah nintendo sometimes makes weird decisions but that one at least hopefully they'll kind of stick to something normal (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's very well uh a normal thing even for them to do this like they're they're january like it's, it's to the point where certain directs people refer to as the x direct you know like the like a e3 direct like we know that's going to happen yeah right people call this the january direct because we know it's going to happen it always happens uh-huh yeah so. no exactly so and i think i mean as far as like if we have any predictions i think we'll kind of get into that when we talk about your video later because that's most of what your video talked about but as for the 10th specifically there you go there's a a bit of news or rumor that uh, it's probably going to be on that day 
as you predicted yourself. Uh, a next bit of news thing that um, is also kind of rumor territory and maybe leak territory. So um, I'll give the context of it. And then if anybody wants to, I guess, keep away from leaks, you can skip forward a couple minutes or something. But um, in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, there was a data mine of DLC fighters and there were three that were possibly found two of which we already know it's the deal you know piranha plant and joker seems like right. and then a code name for a third one so now the question is you know speculation what is that third character and so again leak territory coming up possibly uh, you can skip ahead if you want to um but the code name was brave which could mean a couple of things i don't know what are your aj what are your thoughts right off the bat so, of what that could be <laughs> so for more context the reason why like uh the ones that we think we know mm-hmm. or that we know uh paku is piranha plant and jack is joker yeah and then the other one is brave a lot of people think that brave is uh what is his his name Erdrick. E. yeah Erdrick from dragon quest mm-hmm. um i think it makes a lot of sense as far as japan goes um yeah. but outside of japan i don't know how much sense <laughs> it makes you know like yeah i mean i think one of the things too that we saw when I feel like a lot of Western viewers, myself included, was sort of deflated at the last Smash Bros. Direct with Incineroar being kind of like the big announcement because in the West, we don't really care about him that much. But apparently in Japan, they were flipping out. Like, (laughs) that's super exciting for them. Whereas, you know, we got Ridley and King K. Rule, who are super big announcements for the West. Right. And then, so I feel like this would be just another one of those, you know, kind of pointing towards Japan and you know something that they get excited about and i think he's from the earlier dragon quest games or i don't know totally um but it seems like yeah they'd be theoretically pretty excited about it <laughs> yeah it sounds like something that would be a big deal in japan yeah uh i don't really care about it though but hey it, it's you know how everybody wants goku yeah <laughs> it's as close as you're going to get <laughs> all his characters look the same so you got a toriyama character there you go yeah bada bing bada boom yeah they all I- have the same exact face <laughs> Honestly, he really does look like Goku. Like, I looked him up, and I mean, I guess in the original game, you know, he's just, well, not I guess. Yeah, he is just, you know, 8-bit sprite. And so once they drew him out, though, straight up, he's just Goku kind of shorter with the sword. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, I guess a couple points towards why we think it might be him is that Erdrick's name translates roughly to uh, brave warrior or hero or something like that in the Japanese. So that's something. Um, Also, there was a pre-existing rumor from a a long time ago like before the Grinch leaks and all that stuff that Square Enix had was one of the DLC characters was theirs so right, that's right, the right. thing and then I last think I mentioned that in my DLC video yep totally and um, the last thing is just that prior to this there was some quote unquote insider information that Urger could be in there so who's to say um, right I had a, um, I gotta find it vamp for me (laughs) (laughs) cool so more thoughts yeah so uh it's interesting i guess a a couple other thoughts if it's not erdrick then it's possible that it could be i don't know like a bravely default character maybe even an octopath traveler character that would be a little bit of a stretch um i myself would very much enjoy anything octopath traveler in smash bros because i played it and liked it a whole lot um I mean, a couple ideas for that were like, even if it's an assist trophy, like an assist trophy that switches between characters, because uh, there's eight of them, like that would just be neat. Um, and as far as Bravely Default goes, which that would make more sense, but maybe it would be too on the nose because of the brave aspect of it. Um, 
I don't really know anything about that game because I haven't played a whole lot of 3DS games, unfortunately. Uh, and so, yeah, I know a lot of people really like that game. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't find this thing. It was a tweet that I liked. I don't know if the tweet got deleted, mm-hmm. but basically, somebody posted a tweet of like the the uh, like frame data for the fighters that are in the game like and like how heavy they are and stuff like that like joker is apparently like on the lighter side like he's like within five points of Mm -hmm. like a greninja you know like around that territory gotcha um and they said piranha plant is also around that same realm Mm -hmm. uh it would make sense with the data that they had in that leak if it was the Dragon Quest character. Like it just makes a lot of sense with how how they how that all sounds like he plays. So interesting. So the that data that they data mined, this was like within the same data they found the brave part, and then they also found the frame data. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That would be really because yeah some of those I feel like some other characters maybe just wouldn't make sense for that I don't know you know maybe some bravely default characters wouldn't or something else it could be something completely different entirely for all we know but I hope it is I really want a Kingdom Hearts character That'd yeah and it, yeah that's a good point I mean honestly if it's if it's uh, Erdrick and he's you know front he's a Square Enix character I doubt they would have two DLC fighters in here yeah that, yeah so here's hoping I guess another thought it's possible that this is a first wave of DLC fighters. I don't know. They never, I don't know. For some reason, when they first talked about the DLC fighters, some of it kind of felt like they were implying like, this is a first wave and then we'll see from there, you know? Yeah. It definitely seems like that, that sort of thing. It, it, from now on, I wouldn't be shocked if Nintendo did a couple of like, uh, th- like, I think, I think there's something in here later about Zelda where it's like, it, it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all if, for the rest of the Switch's life and the rest of their consoles, mm-hmm. we get a couple of extra DLC down the road that is dependent on how the last thing performed. Mm-hmm. So if they see like, oh, okay, the last DLC for Zelda sold X amount of units, it would be a good idea to continue support to support that with more content. Or there's people that are still buying this game after the 10 million right. of, or so people that own it already let's support it even further and have them double dip again while it's still fresh in their minds yeah i mean you mentioned Um, mario kart for example in your uh in your video and i think that i mean is one of those where they haven't done that kind of thing yet but it would make sense if they started to because i think in the wii u's lifespan was when they you know obviously started delving into dlc but like the Wii U just didn't sell well, so they did the first round, and they were like, "No, nah, it's not worth it. Like, let's just save yeah. everything for." There's a lot of uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate stuff where you know when they did that, um, what was it? The character when they sent out, you know, like which characters do you want? Whatever that was called. Oh, the uh, the fighters ballot. Yes, the fighters ballot. Like they pretty much didn't use any of that for um, Super Smash Bros. Or for you know four for the DLC yeah because they, they basically just all said okay let's keep this in mind when we make ultimate yeah because they were like we're pretty much done like there's just right you know not enough people buying it to make it worth making even more DLC for it so um, yeah whereas now they're kind of in a prime position to start kind of on that train so right and that's a that's a big reason why like in general I lean towards not trying to like 
base my predictions on what they have done. Right. Because the switch is kind of like, all right, rules are out the window. You know, like <laughs> they, they never did, would do DLC for Legend of Zelda. Lo and behold, we right. have Legend of Zelda DLC. So it's like, meh. yeah. And even like, you don't want to base it not only on what they haven't done, but even what they have done where in, I feel like at the end of 2017, everybody was saying like, Oh, 2017, there was a game that came out every month and then 2018 comes around and people are like, there's going to be a game every month. And then there just wasn't <laughs> like, which is, you know, turned out fun. I mean, there kind of was, there kind of was a game every month. It was just not a game every month that people cared about to the same degree. Very true. Where it's like, <laughs> they had a lot of new super Mario bros deluxe situations where it's like Donkey Kong tropical freeze. Like that came out last year. Right. And I was about to say this year and that game's <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. But so many like hardcore fans are like, I already played that game or I already know what existed on, Wii U so it's it, I might as well had already played that game you know mm-hmm. so I don't really want it but in a, like in a vacuum all those people are in a vacuum everybody else that's looking mm-hmm. at this as their new Nintendo console and possibly the first Nintendo console they've ever had or maybe had in a couple decades you know yeah I'm the latter one the, in that case and last year was great <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's crazy I yeah because I had a Wii I had a GameCube and N64 and stuff but like just didn't spend as much time on those recently and just skipped the Wii U entirely. So when it came to the Switch last year, they were just, I was kind of a lapsed gamer until, um, you know, 2017. And then last year, there was a ton of games that I was playing for the first time. Hollow Knight played that and loved it and a bunch of other games that they were ports, but for me, they were new. And so I feel like there's a lot of people in that position with the Switch, like you said. Right. I mean, statistically, most people. <laughs> the Switch already is like, it's it's like almost double what the Wii U is. Yeah. That's, like that's I'm trying to math it out, but if if not almost, then definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think the last figure... Here we go. Here we go. I know I have this, though. I have this on my bookmark bar. Nice. For sales. There we go. So Switch, last figure that they reported. They reported this at their last uh, like quarterly earnings thing, mm-hmm. uh, which was as of September 30th. $22.86 million for a Switch units sold. The Wii U was at 13.56. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're looking at around double what Wii U sold. Yeah, that's Um, crazy. Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah, it's a good time to be a Nintendo fan. (laughs) Right. So I think it's safe to say that most people that have Switches didn't have a Wii U. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's possible that even the ones that did have a Wii U didn't play these games. Because, like, I had a Wii U, and I didn't play Captain Toad. Right. But I played it this year, mm-hmm. Pro- provided by Nintendo, <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also played Hyrule Warriors this year, and I hated that, but I didn't play it on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like people are really polar about that game. That's totally an aside, but I feel like it's. Uh, I've heard both sides of that. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, moving along, another rumor, and this one. So yeah, uh, EA's Frostbite engine may be supported. Either it's working now, or it's being worked on to work on the Switch. But I mean, that's that's pretty much it. the The rumor itself is fairly. It's Doc Trey, who's a YouTuber, um, found a LinkedIn profile that everything kind of pieces together to theoretically mean that they're working on getting the Frostbite engine on the Switch. So. The implications of that could be a whole bunch of different things if that's true at all. So again, that's what makes it a rumor. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, this is something that I, I've been banging this drum since before the Switch was even announced. Mm-hmm. That 
every game could in theory run on switch it's just a matter of if the company sees fit for it to do so because it's not a thing of like oh the switch is not powerful enough to run this game it's a thing of the switch isn't powerful to run this game as we have it right now but they can uh like tinker with assets and you know like mess with their engine if their engine's scalable right the problem was that their engine wasn't scalable (laughs) and it was their fault that their switch games or that game their games couldn't run on switch it wasn't that oh the switch just could never handle a game like madden that game could never ever be possible on the switch like Mm -hmm. what no it's like your engine's stupid and you need to fix that and it can very well easily run on the switch yep um so it it didn't surprise me at all when i saw that i know that a lot of people are surprised by that because they're like that was one of those things that's like oh that that's never going to happen right switch is never going to have frostbite it's impossible i think if if i'm surprised at anything it's more it's not even surprise but just that ea is finally kind of stepping up to the plate like it makes sense and you'd think they should have and would have by now but uh but that's kind of the thing is like it seems like they've had fairly bad relationship with i don't know what but i've heard people mention that like something during the wii u era was like i mean besides obviously sales that's (laughs) that's a given oh yeah you're talking about uh so at the beginning of the wii u uh well before even the wii u when nintendo was like really looking into like doubling down on like digital sales and all that Mm -hmm they pitched to Nintendo that they wanted to and this is again this is rumor this is not like I don't know this for a fact but apparently they pitched to Nintendo that they wanted to have Origin be the back end of Nintendo's store on the Wii U interesting Nintendo wasn't having that <laughs> so <laughs> they they're like all right well we don't really want to uh associate ourselves with this as much as we did before yeah and then one thing led to another because of sales Mm -hmm. and then they backed out yeah but i I think the biggest thing that is changing their mind and i'm i'm uh queuing up the e-shop right now (laughs) is how like starchly different uh the ecosystem is with with the nintendo switch in comparison to uh all their other platforms mm. because previously you would never ever see a non-nintendo game be in the top 10 right but right now there's right now just in the top 10 half of it is non-nintendo games yep and honestly the reason that there's so many right now because i feel like oftentimes it's even more than that are non-nintendo games and right now one of the things later is there's a sale on a bunch of games including nintendo games so there's probably a bunch right. that are popping up there now that weren't before just because there's so many games that are selling super well that aren't nintendo games which again yeah for the is the, for the first time in literally ever um because right. or at least since we've had e-shops at all you know which pretty much was just the wii u the yeah because um, the the wii just had you know it's Wii's, virtual console and we were yeah right which <laughs> Virtual console was great. We were uh, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there was some, there was some good stuff. There was a uh, World of Goo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the one that, game that, that I could think of that was yeah, in that there. Was there. <laughs> uh, man, uh, there's a YouTube channel, Scott the Waz, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> yep, great channel. And um, he goes through and has bought some uh, some WiiWare games and just shows them off, and it's it's really funny to watch just because some of them are pretty pitiful. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like all this, you know, it's 
the the frostbite stuff you're totally right like it's a question of scalability i mean madden ran on again a different madden game obviously but ran on the n64 at the time and like a game truly is just mechanics and then at that point the graphics are you know a little bit they're important for sure but not like to the degree that a lot of developers you know they're really proud of their great graphics but then if that's the only thing that's holding your game up like that's that's nothing like that doesn't really right. if the game's not fun if it doesn't actually play well then you know who really cares about yeah, the graphics cuz <laughs> i mean there's some games that theoretically could like would be impossible if it were for the consoles being in general being significantly more powerful than they actually actually are Mm -hmm. like crackdown that game is only possible because of the power that is afforded to it not through the xbox but through cloud gaming Mm, right right? like that's a game that's gameplay will be affected if it didn't have the same amount of like horsepower backing it no other game is like using like particle effects as a key part of their of their gameplay right like it's not like oh man if we can't have all these polygons on the screen then we could never play this game you know like even a game like no man's sky is not it it doesn't take nearly as much computing power as you would think for the game to happen yeah and i mean a game like arc survival evolved recently (laughs) (laughs) like that's just a question of like bad development it's you know there's There's just no way that it's a question of that game is like too impossible to run because it's not even running well on, you know, Xbox and PlayStation 4. So arguably even PC. Yeah. (laughs) The the thing about it is it's it's all optimization. It's how how much do you want your game to run well on this platform? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess on, you know, same topic, but different side of the coin is just. Obviously, the on the technical side, they're trying to get it to run theoretically, but uh, I don't know even how to phrase that the question right. But like, why did it take them so long? And do we think that at this point they're actually going to go in like full force, or probably just like a little bit, dip their toes in, or I don't know. What do you think on that? I think they took long because development takes a long time (laughs) and they didn't want to dip their toe in the water until they knew switch was successful by the time they could know that which was what 10 months in uh they they had to like all right let's get to work you know like and the fact that they did it in what like about a year from then Mm -hmm. is i mean that's pretty pretty remarkable yeah um I think that they'll stick around if their games continue to do well. Um, and I think that that's wholly on them. I know that a lot of developers like to like like do these like half-assed like dipping their toe in the water situation mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, we don't know if uh, we want to put our games on, on X Nintendo platform. Let's give you this half-baked port that's <laughs> nothing like the quality games that you do purchase and then be shocked when nobody's buying it. Like, what? Yeah. You didn't want to buy the Wii version of freaking 2k or whatever like nobody wants to play that yeah i mean the (laughs) fact that i feel like rockstar with la noir for example is just like i mean yeah it's a good game but it's also not anything anybody's excited about so if that was really your test for the market like that's that's kind of cheap yeah yeah like if you want to do it if 2k i mean take two if take two wanted to do uh, a test mm -hmm. for a rockstar game they needed to do gta 100 and honestly it would still be on the top eShop charts every single week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was st- like that game, and, and that's a, that's a situation of 
you need the Switch just as much as it needs you if you want your game to continue to sell like that because that is the whole reason why GTA sells. It's like, it's that game that, like what Smash Brothers and Mario Kart are for Nintendo platforms. Mm -hmm. It's like, you buy a Switch, you're buying Smash Brothers and you're buying Mario Kart. (laughs) Or somebody's gonna buy it for you, you know? Like, that's just how it happens. Uh Uh, And that's what's gonna happen if they put GTA on Switch. It'll just be a whole nother, like, deluge of people buying this game. Because it already sits on top of NPD anyway. It's been out for like four years. Unreal. And it's still always in the top 10. That game will go from being number eight in the NPD to being number two at least yeah. <laughs> if they put that game on Switch for the next four to five months. And then after that, it's going to sit at six to seven, you know, like in that range and like slowly peter back down to eight. Yep. Honestly, like I'm, I'm really happy that uh, like Diablo especially, I feel like is a game that is proving pretty much that Nintendo or that Switch fans in any case aren't just getting Nintendo games and are also getting more, I don't know, grown up games, quote unquote, you know, M rated games. Um, right. Not that, uh, I don't know, doesn't really matter. But I feel like that's in my mind is a helpful case for it because there's a bunch of games still that, you know, like Dark Souls sold well, but isn't like at the top of the charts all the time and all these other games that sold fairly well. But there's just some that I feel like are going to hold it up. Um, and I'm really excited about the prospects of all that. And I feel like this year is the year probably that will mark whether or not, you know, how that goes. And if any console, I mean, I'm curious, like, would EA at some point just if they if this isn't true, if they're not actually trying to get the Frostbite engine to work? Are they just going to stay off the console forever? Like, I doubt it. It just seems super unlikely. I I think that EA likes money too much for them not to be on Switch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess, I mean, that's all on that. We'll find out more as that goes along. In other news, in Japan, so this is something interesting. We've talked before, or you guys have talked before about kind of legality of ROMs and um, emulators and all that kind of stuff. And so now it's illegal to... The article that I pulled said it's illegal to hack your Nintendo Switch in Japan, which is a little bit misleading. It's actually that it's illegal to mess with save data on any consoles, or period. So, or it seems like it. It doesn't specifically uh, say, but it seems like PS4, you know, Xbox, anything, uh, you can't mess with your save data on those consoles mostly for reasons i guess of you know cheating in online games but there's a prison sentence of potential prison sentence of up to five years or five million yen fine which is about forty six thousand us dollars and the i guess a bit of extra information on this there are companies in japan for example cyber gadget is the one that's named in this article that will actually like jailbreak your switch for you so like you'll send it into them and then they'll hack it and also put on stuff like you know um tools to be able to manipulate your save data and also tools to you know emulators and that kind of stuff so they'll do all that for you and my guess is for context that probably those fines and sentences are reserved more for them than it is for actual end users who probably would just get banned instead so yeah it's uh i just thought that was an interesting uh article and Honestly, I read some of the comments on this specific article, and a lot of people are way more negative about it than I am. I mean, I imagined that it would be kind of a little bit on both sides where some people are like, yeah, that's good that we're... I mean, I'm happy that, you know, ideally people won't be messing with save data, but also the the jail time and fine stuff seems really steep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that a lot of people 
it doesn't surprise me at all that people are like against this like, <laughs> like even without the jail time because it's like it, it seems like a lot of people like having that way to get over mm-hmm. on the company like they think that it's pro-consumer to be anti yourself you know right. like to be anti your business is pro-consumer mm-hmm. it's like I want you to be happy, so I'm going to like uh, sabotage myself. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, like that's just not what uh, a transactional relationship is. Mm-hmm. It needs to feel like both people need to feel like that. Like that's a good business deal. When both people feel like they're w- getting over on the other person, that's how you win. Yeah, <laughs> and that is definitely like a like an unbalanced situation if these companies are like giving you this product and you're able to like then take it and run with it and make it this whole other thing and then you prosper off of it i mean it's it's interesting too because in you saying that it reminds me of consoles that have come out and like kind of lower tiered consoles that are have this open platform where like you can do whatever you want and you know like here's we'll offer you the games but you can also you know pretty much like you can hack it and all that and it's just a platform for you to use and they sell awful like it just doesn't turn out well because then instead of the people that buy those instead of being folks that want to actually play it and buy the games on that console are people that want to hack it and then they do they just hack it and they buy you know they download roms and play their own roms and stuff as opposed to you know using the infrastructure that's given to them like is on you know nintendo and xbox and playstations or in sony's platforms so yeah because otherwise it's just shooting yourself in the foot so i don't know it's not clear honestly if this came from nintendo you know if they kind of pioneered it or not but I wouldn't be surprised if it were just because the issues are coming yeah, up more with them than anybody else. So, right. But yeah, so that's a curious. Maybe now we'll get uh, Splatoon to uh, cloud saves. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard. I feel like I've heard people on both sides of like how they could fix that, but it seems like they could fix that if they just you know invested yeah, some stuff into it. Yeah, they could 100% fix it. They could definitely fix it. So next up, I think you talked about a little bit on the wolf den the other day but S- smash bros is amazon's highest selling video game skew of 2018 and that's like not just including actual video game games but also includes just any video game accessories and anything that has to do you know is under the video game tab yeah the the infamous uh psn cards yeah they've been dethroned as it were <laughs> for the first time in a really long time and so yeah that's cool uh the top 10 list just for this is excluding accessories and all that kind of stuff this is just games um so number one is actual number one is super smash brothers ultimate uh number two red dead redemption 2 specifically on ps4 uh, which again that one and some other multi-plats are split up by um by skew so if there's uh, like an Xbox version and a PS4 version, then they'd be split up. Still, right. Red Dead Redemption is, I think it was like number nine or something. So that said, it still probably wouldn't be as high as, no, it, it still definitely wouldn't be as high as Smash, specifically for Amazon, but um, right. there's that. Uh, number three, Super Mario Party. Uh, number four, Spider-Man. Five. Which, that's insane. That is crazy. And here's the thing. Too, you mean crazy that it's as low as it is or, no, or it's that it's that high? No, it's crazy that Mario yeah. Party is above Spider-Man. Here's the what? only thing that I think has to do with that. And this is, I don't really know, but up until August 28th, I think it was, um, 
you could get uh, Amazon still had their like 20% off yeah. pre-orders, but yep. PS4 games were all excluded. Or uh-huh. I think it was just, do you remember if it was all PS4 games it or was, just exclusives? It wasn't all PlayStation. I think it was like, it was Spider-Man, I, Detroit, I, I believe God of Spider-Man War. was definitely like excluded. <laughs> I think Red Dead was excluded. Really interesting. Oh, too. So I don't think it was just exclusives because I remember I was trying to take advantage of that because I don't like the thing with Amazon is like I used to just um, like whenever we had big directs or like E3 or anything like that, I would run through them like I'm pre-ordering this, this, this and this <laughs> just so I don't have to think about it. Yep. Right. Like I don't want to have to be like, oh, I want to play this game at midnight or, or as close to it as possible or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at the day and it's like, oh, I can't I can't play it because it's not here because I didn't order it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I forgot to. Um, but now, now that Nintendo sends me stuff, it's like I'll forget the opposite <laughs> problem, where it's like I'll forget that I pre-ordered something and it'll show up in the mail. It's like, why is this here? I already have it. <laughs> it's like, so I only now pre-order games that are on other platforms. Mm-hmm. So I was upset because I couldn't even take advantage of the Prime thing because the only thing I wanted to pre-order was Spider-Man. Yep, and possibly Red Dead. Uh-huh. It wasn't it wasn't there. Yeah, and that was so. I feel like it's you know some of this is obviously it's not like these aren't the best selling games or anything like that. Obviously, Spider Man right, sold right, more right. than it's Super Mario Party, Amazon. but right, right, still, yeah, that Super Mario Party is above Am- or above Spider Man in that respect is pretty surprising. Yeah, like just anywhere. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, <sighs> man. Uh, moving down, number five, Super Mario or er, <laughs> Super Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Don't know AJ if you uh, knew about that one, but no, yeah, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Number six, Super Mario Odyssey. Number seven, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, which I'm curious if Let's Hashtag Go Eevee. Hashtag Team Pikachu. <laughs> hey, me too. Yep. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. <laughs> I I got Smash on the release day, but it was either I get Smash release day and Pikachu for Christmas or the other way around. And so, yeah, I got Let's Go for Christmas, and uh, it's been a good old time. And hey, man. I don't blame you. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yep. I did the same thing. Smash Brothers, okay. Do we have any stories related to Smash Brothers besides the DLC thing? Because I kind of just want to talk about Smash Brothers. Let's do it. Honestly, (laughs) nope. Don't see any, but yeah, let's talk about it. All right, so Smash Brothers. This game is insane. (laughs) It's a problem. It's a problem to my productivity. (laughs) Because usually, I'll spend so much time researching all these different things. Like, I'll come up with, like, five, six different videos. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to make this. And then I'll, like, script out a video. And it's like, oh, no, I don't want to do that anymore. But now, all that time that I'm, like, making all these different videos and scrapping stuff, that time's gone. Now I'm just playing Smash Brothers. And when I'm not playing Smash Brothers, I'm doing this. Right? So, like, I'm either working or playing Smash Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, it's a problem. yeah, it's uh, it's pretty great, honestly. So I'm not a super competitive gamer, and I'm I'm not great at Smash. Uh, so I've actually been playing through World of Light, and I just beat it the other day, and that's been a whole lot of fun. But um, yeah, man, it is a masterpiece of a game, like just so well done. And I'm, I'm, I love it so much. Yeah, I love it so much. It's, and I'm not like I'm relatively competitive, mm-hmm. but. I would say that Smash Brothers like takes me over the edge to being like really competitive because just how much I like the game and I guess because of like how good I am at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's valid. So, so, so that's like a, a, a possibility. Plus, it's like 
just just the fact that I like it so much forced me to get good at it because I'm like, oh, I really like this game and all these characters and blah blah blah. So I spent all this time playing it and I got really good at it. And now, like me and Logan, like we both were on that same boat and we're just competitive in general with each other. Uh-huh. So it's like that just made it even worse. And now it's like it's just this whole thing, yeah. just this whole thing. And and now I'm on, the, and I'm also upset. And this this became a thing. And Grimhane knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, so I tweeted <laughs> that Dan Seibert of That Cyber Channel, youtube.com slash That Cyber Channel, everybody go subscribe, has not played this game with me since it launched. Calling him out. And he was, I mean, everybody, all of our, like, YouTuber friends and stuff like that were, like, talking crazy, you know? Like, everybody's like, oh, AJ's gonna get destroyed in Smash Brothers, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, alright, man, like, I'm taking all challenges. Let's go. Like, I'm down. Right? And then when the game's out, everybody disappears. <laughs> like, where are y'all at? <laughs> you know? Like, like, even Bob, even Bob fought me multiple times, and Bob knew he was outmatched, you mm-hmm. know? Like, Bob, that was already settled at Smash Wii U when Man, he got that was two a, stock yeah. three times in a row. <laughs> that was a pretty sad stream. I wasn't. Uh, I watched for some of it, and like he was very deflated at the end. <laughs> which is because I fun. told him, and it's like it's this whole thing. Like he loves banging that like excuses drum, mm-hmm. which I mean, to some extent, sure, I guess, but. I mean, there there comes a time where excuses become reasons. Yeah. And if I'm telling you, no, like, this is the, oh, shoot, I smacked my mic, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if I'm telling you that I did X, Y, and Z because of this, this, and this, and then I destroy you in the game, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hear what I'm saying yeah. to you, at least. Yeah, for sure. Right, because, like, I was like, hey, man, like, that wasn't a real match. If I'm picking Pichu on Big Blue with three other people... <laughs> and items on like that to me is not a competitive match that's a mario party game at that point right 100 percent um so once i beat him in that it's like you would think that that had him like okay yeah it's not excuses Mm -hmm. he just telling me this 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 is the reason why it happened um but but no like people just they just don't and i mean i'm i'm transparent about it like i I by no means and i'm not a zero you know like i'm not mm-hmm. i don't have the dedication to be like the best smash brothers player in the world but i'm as good as you could possibly get without putting that dedication in <laughs> yep man honestly i've thought about it i would love to see just like a youtuber tournament because i feel like there's a bunch of people like uh one of the channels that i watch is uh player essence and the guy from right. there oj He's pretty good. Uh, he's real good. And so I'd be curious, like, between you guys, I have no idea what would happen. I th- But I think you're, you know, relatively evenly matched. So it'd just be interesting to we see all of that. You may or may not be planning something like that. Really? You may or may not have floated the <laughs> idea to Robert Wolf mm-hmm. and Daniel Seibert. The ones uh, and only. More on that. More on that in the future. Sounds good. I'll be excited. <laughs> Man, I, uh, on another note real quick on smash bros uh on my lunch break with some coworkers of mine that also have switches we played it and we didn't have enough joy cons or i mean i play with joy cons instead because i don't want to like bother to do the gamecube thing and then not be able to play handheld that just seems right not right, fun right, right. but we didn't have enough and so i we had to play with sideways joy cons and just oh. the one it was oh, the worst experience <laughs> that i've ever had playing a smash brothers game i Specifically, if you like press in the joystick, it taunts instead. 
And so there were a bunch of times that I like try to run away because I was holding it weird. I just like be standing there and just taunt. Rip. Yep. So yeah, not a lot of fun. Rip. But That's the worst. Indeed. All right. Smash Brothers segment over. Yep. Um, what's, what's next? All right. Next, we've got uh, UK Switch sales rise in 2018, although box game sales drop. Um, so yeah, not a whole lot to talk about on this one. Just that in. 2018, the Switch games sold 90% higher than in 2017, um, whereas PS4 and Xbox games sold less a little bit, which makes sense because they're kind of on their way out as new ones are kind of picking up. But um, also, just in general, box sales, so like, you know, physical hardware or physical software is selling less than than it used to. So, I don't know, interesting. The digital future is upon us. All switch over to the digital overlords. Honestly, like it was coming. I'm not that opposed to it. I'm not particularly a collector. Like I get physical games sometimes. I think it'll make getting uh, games as gifts like really hard or impossible. Like I just don't think that you know parents are gonna get digital games for their kids if they're not really aware of what's going on. But besides that, like just for me as a gamer. Um, aside from the, you know, quote unquote fears of like, we don't have ownership over our games anymore, or, you know, day one patches, if, you know, if their servers go down, that kind of stuff, like those are valid questions. And I don't really know what's going to happen with those. But besides that, like, I'm pretty much fine with having mostly digital games. It's really convenient. (laughs) I think the major issue with that argument is that like, if a company was like, hey, uh, we don't want you to play this game anymore on a disc, they could very well do that to you. <laughs> and you could, they can revoke access to a disc. Um, also, you know, disc gets stolen and it breaks yeah. and it gets scratched and so on and so forth. And for me, it was like, I'm not opposed to either one. It used to just be whichever one was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I guess it still is whichever one's cheaper. Yeah. And now that I get stuff for companies it's whatever they send me you know like i wanted my hero one's justice physically but bandai was i mean uh digitally but bandai was like nah you're getting it physically and i'm like all right cool well yep. <laughs> i i don't have that i don't have that luxury to choose anymore luckily nintendo usually sends keys and that's what i would prefer mm-hmm. so because it's just it's just always there like especially with a portable console like i want i don't want to be worried about like oh no i don't have my cartridge for this game you know i just want to pick it up and turn it yeah no for sure there's been plenty of times where i'm like i would love to play breath of the wild right now but i really don't feel like going the four feet to go grab the cartridge and switch it out (laughs) i mean that's also true that's also a problem yeah i've done that many times like just a couple days ago and this isn't in game related i was like hey i'm hungry i want to order some food and then my card was like on the other side of the room i was like i can't i can't do it that's why you memorize your card number like i do and uh (laughs) it's dangerous (laughs) yeah but uh, talking about sales, a different kind of sale is uh, the Nintendo eShop sales that are starting uh, yesterday, I think, or two days ago, if you're listening to this on Saturday, I guess. And they'll be going until January 10th. And so there's a bunch of good games that are on sale. So 30% off Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, ARMS, Splatoon January 2. January 10th, you say? January 10th, I do say. It's, it's, it's I wonder if it. anything <laughs> is going on that day. No, I thought the same thing. When I saw that, I was like, man alive, this is, if it's not... <laughs> potential rumor for that (laughs) yeah because honestly no it makes sense because then you know they'd want to have pre-sale start the next day and if there's and then i don't know sales being done means that things will get bumped up onto the eShop front page it makes sense it just all makes sense (laughs) 
Right. Makes so. a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, there's a bunch of cool games uh, on sale. So go and check it out. Yeah, Mario Kart is up up on those charts just because of that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember I saw that and I was like, man, Mario Kart is going to sell so much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah, my boss has he bought a Wii U like when Breath of the Wild came out because he was like, I don't need to get a Switch. I'll just get a Wii U. And he got like all these other games. He got off Craigslist with a bunch of other games as well, and including Mario Kart 8. And so he was like, I'm just never going to get that on Switch again. And then he told me today, he was like, yeah, I saw it for 40 bucks or 42 bucks or whatever on these shops. Yeah. So so I, I got that. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was telling people, that's the worst investment. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to buy a Switch yet because I can just get a Wii U for $180 or whatever and then buy a whole bunch of games. Makes no sense. Buy- <laughs> it's like, why Why would you do that? You're going to get a Switch, unless you're not going to get a Switch for the next six years. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, that's not going to help you save money. Right. It's not going to happen. You're still spending money. Isn't gonna go, <laughs> right, all right. The Switch isn't going to go on sale, at least any significant sale, anytime soon. You might save $50 a couple months down the road or whatever on the Switch, but not enough to break even, and especially not to save money on buying both the Wii U and also the Switch. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, totally. I feel like that's probably towards, at this point, people buying Wii U's are probably more collectors than anything else. Yeah. Um, you know, like, right. I... I'd be almost interested in getting one. I'm not, I'm not a collector. Like I would love to be, but I don't have the money for it. So like that's, or really the space. So that's just not really going to happen. But like, it'd be cool to have Wii U while they're still fairly cheap, but it's just not even worth it for that. Cause like, there's not even that many games that are only on the Wii U that I can't just get now anyway, or that I'm pretty sure will be coming out fairly soon. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's so it's so not worth it <laughs> that when I got my switch and I also I have a Wii U right. when I got my switch, I was like, yeah, I know that all these games are going to give a place. We're going to get a new Smash Brothers. We're going to get a new Splatoon. We're going to get a new, you know, X, mm-hmm. Y and D. I'm going to just sell these as we get the new thing mm-hmm. or when the new thing at least is announced. Uh, that worked for Mario Kart. Mario Kart got me like twenty, thirty dollars or whatever. Yep. Um, but by the time we got around to like Smash Bros, Smash Brothers isn't worth anything mm-hmm. anymore on the Wii U. So it's like I don't even want to sell it. I just I just rather keep it. Like I can't even. I think uh, GameStop, which is the worst metric totally. for selling a thing, <laughs> but GameStop is like giving like fifteen dollars store credit, fifteen, Goodness. not fifty. That's, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, like I was like, nah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening. I can't do it. So I'm just, I'm just gonna have my Wii U, and I guess it's gonna be the Mario Maker machine because there's literally nothing else on it that my Switch doesn't also have. Yep. Yeah. One of the things that's on it, for example, is Breath of the Wild, and uh, it's possible that it's not gonna be the only Breath of the Wild game, and that it won't have one soon because there's a rumor that the sequel is coming. I don't know, kind of soon. This is like super rumor territory. I mean, right. We, you know, we've heard lots of rumors that they will do the same in-engine sequel, like Majora's Mask kind of thing. Um, but this one is, nah, I guess, just another one to add to the pile. Uh, but it seems a little more pointed, maybe, than other times. Um, it's really vague. I'm going to say that. But um, so the backstory is King Zell, which is a, he's a fairly trusted Resetera or Resetera contributor. Right. He hinted in a post that uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy, or, uh, Trilogy and a quote-unquote 2D game uh, are will be coming this year and probably, you know, in the upcoming direct, I guess. And so Metro Prime Trilogy totally makes sense. The 2D game right. I'm is we're kind of speculating 2D Zelda, 
you know, that, uh, I don't yeah. know what else you would like refer to when you're saying like 2d <laughs> at this point, cause everything else has their 2d counterparts, uh, as it were. I mean, he could be talking about Metroid. Um, I, I think Metroid prime, not Metroid prime, Metroid returns. Mm. Uh, I think that's all Samus return. Well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious. I mean, we were, haven't really heard anything about the future of 2d Metroids, but like if, if they bother to go back for that, it seems like they would do it again. So you're right. He could be talking about that. Right. But also we have like explicitly heard Nintendo talk about specific, uh, specifically, uh, Alan Numa mm. talk about wanting to make 2d Zelda games on the switch. Yeah. So, right. So, so it's possible that is what the 2d game is, but then in a separate post, he also said, if you liked breath of the wild, you will like this year. Which is super vague, but <laughs> right, um, that can mean anything. I, hopefully, you know what I think. I want, and I want that to mean. I think that he. I think I want that to mean <laughs> that Pokemon <laughs> is the thing that's like, hey, you like Breath Man of the Wild? That would you're be really gonna like fantastic. Pokemon 2019. You're really gonna like that. Yeah, you're really gonna like that. I yeah, I'd be totally down with that. I mean, like, uh, I think there's a Q and A that has to do with Pokemon later, and so I'll share some more thoughts on that. But like, a hundred percent, based on some of the stuff that's been rumored for Pokemon as well, like that would be fantastic if they kind of took it in more of that approach. I would be fine with either. I I feel like honestly, this year wouldn't be a good year for the sequel of Breath of the Wild if that happens. But I feel like next year would be really good. Yeah. So if they announce it this year and it comes out next year, man, I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> like <laughs> Honestly, this year is already stacked. Yeah, seriously. For, like, there's no room for a big game. I'm afraid. There's no room yeah, for it. I'm afraid the stuff that we are not afraid, but like, you know, a lot of people seem to think that even, you know, Metro Prime 4 and or Bayonetta may not come out this year, which I don't know about I don't know about either one of those coming out, yeah. honestly. No, I really Because, don't. like, we, we haven't seen literally anything from either of them. Yep. <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me if either one of those games did. But then again, I mean, we didn't see anything from Mario Odyssey until, like, what, seven months before it came out or something mm-hmm. crazy like that? Like, so, yeah. eh, you know, they've done crazier things in the past. Yeah, and I think, you know, this, even if we don't see anything about Metroid Prime 4, um, at this direct, which I don't think we would, but I don't know, maybe um, if we see Metroid Prime Trilogy, which again seems really strongly rumored, but it says coming 2019, there's no way that Metroid Prime 4 is coming out this year because I feel like the only way Metroid Prime 4 is coming out this year, if there's also a Metroid Prime Trilogy, is that if the trilogy comes yeah. out really early, <laughs> like right, 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 so right. early because that would had to be out. That would had to be out by like March, yeah, for, March, for February, maybe April at the latest. But even yeah. then, like I feel like you'd get a bunch of fatigue this year if you had a trilogy come out and then later that year had the, you know, cause like I've barely played Metroid prime. I played the first one a little bit, but then it was fairly recently. And I was like, I think a trilogy is going to be coming out maybe on the switch. So like, I'd rather just play this on my switch. So I'll hold off for a bit. Um, but if I played all three of those this year and then, then later Metro Prime 4 came out. Like, that might be a bit much. So, I, right. I don't know. Hard to say. But, uh, yeah. I, curious how that one turns out. We'll, you know, maybe look back at that a year's time and see what it means, if anything at all. But, yeah. And then, continuing on with Breath of the Wild, this one isn't even so much a news article, but this is our, our last one for today, is that in, um, in like one of the books that Nintendo puts out of, you know, concept art and all that kind of stuff. They talked with, uh, 
Takafumi Kiyuchi, who is the lead artist on Breath of the Wild, and he said he was tasked to design Guardians before he even knew if they were Link's friend or foe. And uh, in his quote, we gain a little extra insight into some inspiration and all that kind of stuff. And a, a couple extra things. So yeah, his exact quote is, I had to design them to look neutral as it wasn't yet decided whether the Guardians would be your allies or enemies. And then a little bit later he says, in addition to the Guardians that ended up in the game, there was a design for a giant fortress-like Guardian that was equipped with multiple beam cannons, but we were unable to implement it. Which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> Just, Breath of the Wild 2. Exactly. Guardian 2.0 confirmed he's going to be your best friend. <laughs> going to be zelda the iron giant that's confirmed instead of navi like instead of have hey listen you just got this <laughs> giant fortress of a guardian like every time you turn around yeah. he's just behind you trolling around yeah and if you take too long he just picks you up and throws you in the direction <laughs> you need to go <laughs> uh, yeah that would be i don't know if fun or you know intimidating or something but it would be some kind of adjective that's for sure <laughs> yeah so I don't know. There's he has a couple more uh, things that he mentions on that. So that's that article's on Nintendo Everything. If uh, anybody else wants to check it out and read the full thing, but I just thought that was that was interesting uh, to hear that that was in there. But yeah, and uh, that that's it for the news for this week. So we can we can talk about my video. Hey, that sounds great. <laughs> um, and I pulled comments, but first I want to talk about more thoughts on the video. Do you have more thoughts? What do you think? Man, Parker? I've got a lot. <laughs> I won't go like too much in depth or whatever, but uh, yeah. That's what we're here for, man. Heck yeah. You know? Never mind. I'm going to go super People in depth. People are always asking for longer podcasts. Let's shoot. You know what? Let's shoot for like at least... Uh, hour 45 for like almost an hour right now so i'm on another podcast and that's always the thing is like oh we, we hit two hours all right like we need to scale back i mean a little people bit. usually want us to yeah. hit two hours no, I'm, I'm down so yeah so your video it was honestly great i agreed with a lot of the things in it and have kind of some of the things i didn't agree with and then other ones how dare you uh, yeah you how know i mean you? that's what i do i just uh i'm a rabble rouser <laughs> i like to you know get trouble going whole lot of fun <laughs> so and then a couple things i just have some various slightly different thoughts on so i'm just going to go kind of chronologically because i took some notes as you were going the first thing you talked about a bunch was new super mario bros u deluxe we talked a little bit about that earlier in the video but you mentioned that you when it first came out you weren't super enthusiastic about it but then you also yeah, mentioned no. that you're more receptive now to it because it's been longer since those games and i think the fact that that game's coming out now also says some other things. You kind of mentioned Mario Maker, and um, I think totally the problem with it when it came out, I think, was that it was it it kind of felt to so many game or Nintendo specifically gamers that Nintendo was just catering to casuals for so long. Like the Wii was fairly heavy heavy casual focused, and I mean you know kind of core gamers as well. And then towards the end of it, it just got more and more casual and shovelware and that kind of stuff. And then right out the gate showing that the Wii U, because I think that was one of the first games announced, wasn't it? For the Wii U? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was the launch game. Yeah. So like at that point, you're kind of like, is this, is this going to be what this is? Like you're, you know, finally we've got an HD Nintendo system and it's coming out with this game that's based off of graphics from, you know, a DS, which is not unexciting in some ways like it's cool and all but it's just it it, it just shows a bad precedent way, it was nowhere near as epic as the first ever hd mario game 
should be yeah you know like and that kind of held true through the rest of the mario games that we got yeah. on wii u except for baby mario maker i really like mario maker yeah um <laughs> but it, it's just like odyssey would have been that game that everybody's like like i feel like if if switch happened you know like even if it was kind of like more wii u asking like design and stuff like that like if switch happened with all the same games and stuff like that and it but it was wii u wii u would have succeeded right i think a big reason why wii u didn't succeed is because not only did they not know what it was in terms of like concept on a hardware level but it was because they didn't know what it was on a games level they were like they had one foot in the hardcore market and another foot in trying to be we still yeah um but with switch they're like nah 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 <laughs> This is a hardcore console where PlayStation 4 on the go. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. And I think they've also, like, because Mario Maker hasn't come out, they've starved people for 2D Mario a good amount. So, you know, people have been wanting specifically Mario Maker, and that hasn't happened yet. But now people will be more receptive to just anything 2D Mario because everything else we've gotten on the Switch Mario-wise, I mean, 2d mario wise is just on the nes online stuff which is right, like that and also that trash arcade port. <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh i've heard lots of good things about that sarcastic it's obviously awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so and i feel like honestly like everybody is i wonders why hasn't mario maker come out yet and this is the reason why is because they it's I'm guessing they've been waiting for them to be able to port this game. They probably wondered if they were going to in the first place, I'd imagine, because I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. So finally, once this game is coming out, then they can put Mario Maker on the Switch, because I don't think the other way around would sell quite as well, where like yeah, you give no, people the freedom of Mario Maker and then give them the restriction of a like full, you know, confined game. That's great right. design, but... You know, not has doesn't have the freedom that Mario Maker has. No. Mm. Yeah, no. That that would definitely be going backwards in terms of like, hey, here's this game where you can literally make New Super <laughs> Mario Bros. U. Yeah, honestly, um, and I don't know. I mean, I think you guys have talked about what 2D Mario is going to be like in the future, or what the future for it holds, and I really don't know. Like, once Mario Maker is here, they're going to have to be far reaching and like really change it for it to stand for a new sorry a new comma super mario bros game to come out and actually be exciting hey man i made that i made that joke in the video did you? Said, you know i did the whole thing where it was like i want a new super mario bros game that truly does feel new yep. you know i did the whole like pronunciation uh-huh. and like the, i did that Look at I you did, go. uh-huh yep and i did a graphic on the screen it was great uh-huh. people like that video it has a lot of views <laughs> Oh, um, everybody, everybody go watch that video get it to a hundred thousand yeah. thank you very much um but <laughs> but yeah i think the biggest thing that is the really easiest thing that they could do to like make a new mario game yep. <laughs> uh, feel <laughs> feel like new and fresh is just the art style like new super mario bros feels so like by the numbers yeah. and like you know like just churned out yeah, I mean, and the appeal of the first one, I feel like, was just the fact that it's like, wow, this is this is Mario now, but he looks like crisp and, you know, looks like Mario should, like we're used to seeing him, but in a 2D plane, whereas now, like, that's that's not novel anymore for him to look yeah. good. You know, like Mario Run, right. now he looks good. Now it's novel to make him look crappy. <laughs> make, him, <laughs> make him look like he's drawn in crayon. The straight like up Mario 64 graphics, just polygons right. and stuff. <laughs> 
That would be great, actually. If they, oh man, if they just had skins for, okay, Mario Maker uh, comes out and they just have skins for it where it's like, it plays just like New Super Mario Bros levels or whatever but you have mario 64 skins and that was also well not mario 64 but that was in that mario maker video yep. or you could just have skins <laughs> and you could get more paper mario dlc and all that crap you, you want to be a paper mario jumping around in uh freaking mario brothers level there you go it's in that video like comment subscribe <laughs> share it with your friends <laughs> just plug in your videos for you no big deal no yeah. big deal so yeah that was those were the thoughts on that I had on the super on the NSMBU stuff. And yeah, moving on, the rest of the stuff you talked about was pretty much focused on the direct. So some of that we've covered a little bit, but a bunch we haven't. Right. Um, you right. mentioned Persona 5R and that it's probably not going to show up um, in here, but it's probably still coming. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I I feel like especially because they mentioned when they did that teaser thing that um, it you know showed PlayStation and all that and then mentioned like news on 3.1 like I guess we'll probably see it at that date. Maybe that's the date Joker comes out. And then, I don't know, they, you know, reveal that that's coming to Switch as well or something. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if that was the case. Yeah, it would make a lot of sense. Especially if it was like, uh, I I said something about each quarter corresponding with the Smash Brothers character. If Joker came out in March, that would make a lot of Mm -hmm. sense. Here's talking about directs and stuff too. One and Smash Bros. Uh, DLC fighters. So I wasn't, I didn't have a Wii U, so I wasn't around during that hype cycle. And I heard people talk about how all these trailers would come out and they'd be like, oh, what's this new game? What's going right. on here? And then it turns out it's yeah. a Smash Bros. DLC right. character. Before More, Ultimate I, I think- came out, I was like, expecting that every time and so then i you know i wasn't really blindsided by any of them so when the isabel stuff happened like i was like oh this is gonna be isabel in smash but now like i'm a little bit nervous now because i'm gonna get excited for some of this stuff and then it's gonna turn out that you know i'll fall in fall victim to all that so right or what if it's in reverse like what if a game is announced and you really want that to be a fighter and it's just a game trailer yep <laughs> you're like oh man i really want to go coop but this is this is another dragon ball z game no the, but anyway <laughs> totally. um but yeah like that happened specifically and it was like the the one that i'll never forget is the rosalina luma trailer because it had layers of disappointment it was like i saw kirby and i'm like oh is this like is this the two you know like that's another video everybody go check it out i had a whole two series two video series on why kirby sucks now but anyway (laughs) it was like is this going to be the like epic kirby game that i've been wanting for such a long time and then it was like oh no maybe it's kirby air ride and it was like oh no maybe kirby's in mario kart and it was like rosalina what i don't want this game yeah (laughs) it was like like layers of disappointment there was like i don't care about rosalina like that yep Um, yeah and i've heard yeah i was what the was it dark pit or no it's oh palatina it was the one uh where uh it was like all anime or whatever and everybody's like now i just want a nintendo anime yeah 100 agree like that would be amazing but yeah, yeah that, I mean, that happened. The the one that I was definitely like, and um, I don't know if you were in that stream or not, but we live streamed the direct that had the original Smash Brothers Ultimate, not Ultimate at the time, but the Smash Brothers uh, 
um, trailer. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and everybody was like, like, Dan and Bob were like, oh, is this Splatoon? Is this a Splatoon thing? I'm like, are you guys stupid? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is clearly Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is Smash Brothers. Just, like, just look at, like, and that was the whole thing that led to, like, you know, like, the, the is this a port or not? Because it looked like Smash Brothers Wii U. Right. And it was, like, the same marketing strategy as Smash Brothers Wii U. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know anything else, so. Yep. Yeah, no, that one was, especially because, so I wasn't in that stream, um, but I was watching it and I was confused for a second too. Like there was all this Splatoon stuff and I haven't played Splatoon at all. So I just was a little bit tuned out. (laughs) I was a little bit tuned out for, for the Splatoon bits, but I was like, okay, they announced more DLC for online stuff. They announced single player DLC and like how or it wasn't dlc for online stuff but you know like extra online modes and stuff and i was like what in the world else could they be announcing for splatoon and then i was like ah smash (laughs) like yeah people people were like uh well then and i i I think it was people in the chat that were also saying that but they were like is this splatoon one are they releasing splatoon i was like why would they even do that (laughs) no sense yeah Splatoon 2 is just Splatoon 1. Like, that's yep. pretty much what it is. There's some, like, story bits in Splatoon 1. Right. But it's like, that's like 20 levels. Yeah. They're not going to release that After Call of game. Duty Black Ops 4 comes out, we're going to release Black Ops 3. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like, man. I don't, that's... I, don't, I don't know why you would uh, do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. The next thing in, in the video, too, you mentioned a Platinum announcement. And so, Wonderful 101 or Star Fox Zero. I feel like Wonderful 101... I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't be surprised if it was both. Yeah. I feel like Wonderful 101 totally makes sense. I would see that one. And I feel like Star Fox Zero, I, I don't see happening, mostly because of the rumored Star Fox Grand Prix thing. And I f- oh, yeah, that's true. feel mm-hmm. like if they released... Like, both of the... It's not like one's a prequel to the other. So, like, Metro Prime Trilogy going into Metro Prime 4 or Bayonetta 1 and 2 going into Bayonetta 3. Like, those make sense because they're setting it up. Whereas this, I feel like, would sort of compete with itself unless although, Star Fox Grand Prix is although, that far to away. To be fair, to be fair, Star Fox Grand Prix and also uh like reworked Star Fox Zero that is like a true Star Fox game mm-hmm. is kinda like um quieting the storm you know because mm. like a lot of people are going to have the reaction that logan had yeah that's where it's true. like this isn't the star fox that i wanted mm-hmm. i want a star fox game that's a star fox game so if they do that and turn star fox zero into that that's that's like double whammy yeah. it's like turning what was a negative thing into a positive thing and giving people that star fox game that they want that is a star fox game and then also giving them this new like experimental thing to see how it works yeah. so I, I mean i think it depends I, on I release window point, too is you know like right. if they do them super close together it wouldn't make sense but yeah if they do them far enough apart like i could see that and i'm not that uh pessimistic or or i'm more optimistic in any case about star fox grand prix that like i'm hoping that it's one of those things where the marketing for or not even the marketing but the rumors for it are saying like it's a racing game but really it's more i've also heard other people say it's more like a reimagining of you know what a Star Fox game should be in the first place so i'm hoping it's not like just an f0 game but in space with you yeah, know <laughs> cuz for me for me the reason like both me and logan were kind of like down on the grand prix i'm more like optimistic because i know retro studios is supposed to be working on it yeah. and they make they just make good good games mm-hmm. um but the thing for me was less about having a Star Fox game that's not a Star Fox game and more about having a Star Fox game that should just be an F-Zero game. Right, totally, <laughs> like, yes. That would be super disappointing because especially not only does it not 
provide Star Fox stuff, but it also takes away from possible F-Zero stuff. Like, you wouldn't yeah, want to have a Star Fox F-Zero game and an actual F-Zero game at the same time. So, yeah, that would deflate anybody who wanted an F-Zero game as well, which would suck. Yeah, it's like... Eh. Yeah. But Wonderful 101, I could totally see that happening. I, I still feel like probably Star Fox Zero wouldn't, but if it did, that would be awesome because I, again, have not played it. So I mm. would definitely be down to, to do that. Um, yeah, and then you mentioned DLC for Mario Kart or Smash. Mario Kart, I, I again, they haven't started that process yet of like coming back to DLC, but if they would, Mario Kart's the one that makes sense to do it with, and then that just sets their own precedent from there. So like... I, it makes so much sense for them to do it. It's just a question of will they actually, you know, bite the bullet and do it. I think they even said that they plan to do more content for Mario Kart. Um, but I don't know, like, to what extent. Like, we already got some, You're right. like, with the yeah, uh, Breath true. of the Wild. You're right, yeah, going. because they mentioned that, I think, around the time with the Labo integration. Um, right. It was, like, literally, like, a week or so before the Breath of the Wild thing happened, mm-hmm. where they're like, "Oh, here's Breath of the Wild link," you know, yeah. and like they're they're like making good on that immediately. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how how far um, those plans extend, and if that does mean like here's DLC pack three and four. Well, they probably wouldn't brand it like that because the DLC packs, packs aren't one DLC and two for me. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. No, but yeah, I could see that one happening if they're gonna do it. It, it just makes sense to do it. It's kind of, you know, just a question of how they want to go about all that. Um, and then me costumes and other stuff, me costumes make sense. Cause it came up on their page. So like they haven't talked about that officially yet, really. So, you know, when else to talk about it than now, like, just yeah makes sense to do it um and it would it would be weird for them to just be like hey here's me costumes give us 75 cents a, like a piece mm-hmm. and you get nothing else because who really cares about me costumes to that level where it's like we want to see this in the direct mm-hmm. i can't wait until they show me me costumes you know like, yeah on. honestly and there'd be a bunch that i'd be super excited like i mentioned octopath traveler before i would love to get some octopath traveler me costumes you know assuming we're not going to get characters for that i would doubt in the game if we did that would be awesome but... see that's the thing like for me the relationship i have with me costumes is like they're disrespectful <laughs> this is like this is like just flat out saying like you suck and you don't deserve <laughs> to be in this game because like with the last game they had the inkling uh dlc yeah right for the uh, for for um the me costumes and now like they had gino yep and it's like like it's kind of like nah you know you're not gonna be in the game get over it yeah. you know like it's like ah man but i mean to be fair they also did new inkling uh me costumes and also King K Rule. Yeah. Uh me costumes. I mean and they're in the game. And so. I, I guess the the argument is that like the those me costumes were on the Wii U and then now we're getting the characters on the Switch. So like I I would I wonder if I mean, what their they precedent is. Like there there's like literally like different skins. Oh really? For the yeah, like the Splatoon it's I think they even call them Splatoon two ankling costumes. Like there's the one with the you know, uh-huh. they have like the um like the the boy inkling that has like the, the hairdo like yep. with the uh, like the Mohawk esque kind of uh-huh. hairdo. And then they have like the shorter hair for the girl inkling. Hmm. Um and then also, I don't, I don't know if King K. Rule was uh, one of the me costumes yeah, in the game. So, I don't know. 
but there's a lot of stuff that people see in like in games or in Smash Brothers games and are like, well, law says that that means that X isn't going to. It's like, please show us some somebody show me these laws. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> like, where were they published at? Because this just sounds to me like you're trying to purport that you're part of the Smash Brothers like development team mm-hmm. <laughs> to make yourself sound more important than you are. And the number of times that we've reacted to anything like, whoa, Nintendo did that, you know, like just switched up their own policies and stuff it's gonna happen you know like there's no way it's not gonna happen about some things and so we can't pick and choose which ones it would or wouldn't happen for yeah we can speculate for sure but like i feel like the person that we could believe the least is sakurai right (laughs) because like he straight up said like oh i hate dlc and i would never do that in my game blah blah i mean not he hasn't exactly said that but more or less he's like games with dlc you know like you you should ship a complete game Mm -hmm. you shouldn't do dlc and here we are dlc (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah so man i still remember playing brawl and being like you know it would be great if they could just like sell you extra characters that like there's a bunch of characters i'd love to play as and like i'd pay for some extra characters <laughs> and then i mean I, I talked to somebody about it once when the wii u was out and like because I, I had you know wasn't paying attention and they're like oh yeah they did that in this one i was like oh oh cool <laughs> yeah, i made a, a video about that <laughs> but a long it was like a long time yeah. ago like we had like a couple hundred subscribers at this time it's like our, my third video i ever made period <laughs> um and it was about um it was about basically making Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Making this game that's like this platform and like they use it to like push their other games because they kind of already do that with Smash Brothers and like stuff like that. Um, so basically what I'm saying is I'm a prophet. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Moving on to, to comments. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's... Um... Oh wait, did we? Are we done with your breakdown? Honestly, I've got more thoughts, but they'll come out in the comments. Okay, continue. Too. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um, you mentioned Smash character reveal, and that there probably won't be one. Totally agree. I don't think it's until the next one comes out. I don't think they're going to reveal the next one. So that's my thoughts. It could be different, but we'll see. Um, and then uh, moving on. Travis strikes again. You mentioned you're not super excited and I have pretty much the same thoughts, but I don't know. We'll see. They, I feel like they might talk about it in there. Uh, And then there's two other bits that you had. One was Yoshi and that you did a 180 on that. And like, I pretty much this, not even the same. Cause like I was pretty excited about Yoshi in the first place, but I was also worried. Like I thought Kirby star allies was going to be better than Yoshi was. And then Mm -hmm. from just the trailers and then seeing a bit of, Kirby in action and I was like that's not gonna be that great um right. and then uh you know whatever makes me sad makes me sad but Real but sad. then Yoshi on the other hand the more I see it like I feel like the you know uh, easy to approach but hard to master kind of thing is true in especially the areas of like puzzling kind of stuff like it's not gonna be particularly hard to platform through the levels but getting the puzzling aspects of it right is something that Kirby definitely didn't have where Right. Everything was just right there in front of you. And so I would love yeah, to. I, I feel like people misconstrue what I mean when I say I want a game to be mechanically interesting. Right. Like the second that I say, oh, this game is like too easy. It's like borderline brain dead. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, well, this is a kid's game, which I also dispute. <laughs> um, but like, I don't, I don't think that. A, a game that is supposed to be approachable and also like i don't think that that inherently means that a game needs to be like it needs to play itself you know like mm-hmm. when when i was a kid and i assume when you were a kid we had freaking like crazy hard games yeah 
And that was the point. You know, you were supposed to get good at it. And that's what made you better at the next game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I I don't think that kids are like incapable of playing a game that gives you a little bit of pushback. I don't, like I said in the video, I don't expect it to be Dark Souls, um, but at least make it interesting. Yeah. Mario Odyssey is not hard, but it's interesting. Right. It gives you pushback for sure. You don't just like cruise through every single thing. I mean, sure. And like once you get the mechanics down, like, at you know, at this point, if I see something that I'm supposed to be able to get to, I can get to it by using the means that it gives me. But it took me a while to figure that out. And it's, you know, I don't know. It's it's good. Right. And, and, <laughs> and it's like, like. Uh, I guess a way to illustrate this is like I don't have a particularly hard time beating Bob and Smash Brothers, right? But it is still fun, yeah, <laughs> because it the game is mechanically interesting, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's what I want out of all my games, really, but especially Kirby, yeah, because Kirby's like this big brand and like mm-hmm. this character that matters, and it's so diverse that you would want the diversity to change it, but it doesn't, like. You know, when you have different abilities, ideally it should make the mechanics different enough that you're like, wow, I'm using this ability. I prefer to use this one. But really it's like, no, this one looks cooler to me, but I'm still going to kill enemies just as easily. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And in the same exact way, it's just a different color. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um, But Yoshi, on the other hand, I'm excited about. I'll be curious to see when even more of it comes you know, comes to fruition, but, um, so far I'm pretty, pretty stoked on it. And my wife's excited about it too. So that's fun. There's not a ton of games that we play together, but she seems like she'll possibly enjoy playing with me. So that's always a good time. Yeah. So yeah, that's sorry. I have so many thoughts, but those were pretty it's much all. Fine. Of them. <laughs> that's why we're here. That's what we're doing. So I guess now we can get to the people's thoughts. Yeah. So let me pull that up. Wait, I don't have it. You have I it. I do have it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're reading it. It's your job now. <laughs> well, it was all it was Logan's job before. <laughs> I would Logan's be more than here. happy to. Um, all right, we'll just go <laughs> top to bottom, I guess, are the ones that you sent. So Squantle okay. says, I would love to see more videos like this at the beginning of each quarter. You could also cover the biggest news from the previous quarter in the video because you don't always touch on recent news indirectly to you. Make it a defined series with a name if you want so it doesn't get mixed up with action points. I can see it now. Switch up. Episode 2 on April 1st. News in, indirectly to news you. you <laughs> bucko. <laughs> but no, I, I mean... <sighs> I've always been weird about like making new series, you know, because I wanted to be like drastically different, right. right? Like directly to you has new branding and is different because the show is drastically different right. from Action Point, right? Um, so I would, if I were to do more of those videos, which I feel like I'm going to do, um, I, it would still be Action Point. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing about that like that video i'm definitely doing another one of those because like it's hard for me like i said in the video it's hard for me to gauge like okay did people really like this because it's not performing like the last time i did something similar or whatever um this video especially in engagement did really well Hmm. i asked people for thumbs up and stuff like that that video got like around what a video that gets 10 times the views on our channel usually gets an engagement um so so it I didn't guess, circulate guess as much like but the it. people that liked it or that watched it liked no, it it's, i mean it's it's doing pretty well it's like um the video our videos usually like they're weird with like how they grow yeah especially now where it's like the first day or so we'll get like one to two thousand views and then if it got it fast enough we can expect it to like multiply by like 10 times mm-hmm if not more um like i put out that um i did the 
how many games? 13 games or something. The games that I wanted on the Switch or something like that. <laughs> the 20, 2018 games or whatever. The one with the like Luigi's Mansion and the thumbnail and like all that yep. stuff. That one with the three game cases. Mm-hmm. I did that and it, it did fine mm-hmm. at first, but now it's at like 29,000 views <laughs> and it's still growing. So it's like, or Logan's Pikmin video. That video underperformed, mm-hmm. but now that video is also sitting at around 20,000 views. So it's like our video is usually like a slow burn. Yep. I would like them to speed up. So if you guys can like, comment, and, and share the videos, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. 100%. But yeah, so we got news now. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ken, Ken Daniel Murphy says, Happy New Year to you, AJ. Totally agree with you on the new Super Mario Bros. series and most of your points, as always. We need Mario Maker on Switch very badly. It has such a huge online presence. I don't understand why they haven't cranked that out. To hit their 20 million goal or come even close, they need to hit about 1.5 to 2 million per month on average worldwide, though, or worldwide through March. To meet that, I'm hoping we get Animal Crossing early, though more likely a summer release, and some must have a surprise like Mario Maker or Pikmin 4. Again, unlikely. Of course, Persona 5, Metroid Prime Trilogy, Netflix app, and Switch UI update with Slick Game Organization would help, too. Uh... Happy New Year. Um, but also, I think that they have more than what they need for a Switch to hit that that goal. Especially since like we don't even really know uh, for sure how much Switch sold over Holiday yeah. uh, with Smash Brothers and Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, so once we figure that out, then we'll see how close they got to the goal. Because the bulk of that goal is going to be that like two month, not even two months, like month and a half period of like Pokemon being out and Smash Brothers being out. Um, once we know that, that's when we'll be able to see, like, okay, which, I mean, really, we won't know until they hit the goal, really, uh-huh. um, if they hit it or not. Uh, and I think I, I, I don't think that they need anything crazy to, to do that this year. I think that's buttoned up. Yeah. Because they're already relatively close. They only needed, like, 8 million more. I mean, and I think, time. I mean, your point of, uh, in the video, too, about Yoshi coming out in March, like, that's one of those things where it makes too much sense if they don't, like, that sucks and that's a mistake i feel like but if it comes out early march so that it can bolster that and then especially if like i don't know metroid prime trilogy comes out in february or something like that that would just be super helpful to get these last couple months that sometimes are slow to actually be you know just as high performing as they can be and then like kind of finish that all out so yeah something i regret not mentioning in that video because it just i mean it it even like it doubles down on that point is you know another game that was uh released around that time <laughs> last year <laughs> kirby kirby came out that yep, time last 100%. year so that hey you know like it proof positive that it works and that they like doing that mm-hmm. so do it again yep. yeah no that would be fantastic uh and yeah i feel like a lot of those games too i i still i agree ken with your point right there at the end about the switch ui update with slick game organization that would be fantastic i have i wish man i i have a bunch of folders on my computer because i like to keep stuff organized and it would be really nice to be able to do that on my switch as well but um yeah i don't know we'll see how that pans out i have a bunch of folders and i find that it makes me less organized. <laughs> well i have i have like folders that go 
like their tiers. So it's like I have two main folders where it's like I have the Fnatic's four folder, and then that's like all our assets and all that stuff like that. And then I have another folder that's like video specific mm-hmm. assets. And then it's like it gets weird because it's like okay, here's the Twitch assets, and here's the Twitter assets, and here's our live stream stuff, and it is like all over the place. And it's like there's some stuff that applies to more than one folder. Mm. So like the live streaming folder, and then also that that applies with Twitch and YouTube. So it's weird. Yep. It's weird. <laughs> But yeah, so I also, I'm curious about, yeah, Animal Crossing, like you mentioned, and Mario Maker, Pikmin 4, I don't see Pikmin 4 coming out this year just because there's already so much stuff, but I mean, like Logan mentioned in his video, which go watch that video because it's a great one, um, that, you know, it kind of could come out anytime as far as it seems like they're more or less done with it. They just need to actually kind of pull the trigger. So yeah, I feel like Nintendo does that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Mario Odyssey was done like five months before it came out yeah. but they're like you know it makes more sense for us to like like mario's going to sell out anytime mm-hmm. any point in time is going to sell it probably makes more sense to put it in front of people's faces near holiday because that's just going to make that that much more important mm-hmm. uh zelda doesn't really have that same power maybe it does now but it didn't then mm-hmm. um so let's put that out where nothing else competes with it mm-hmm um so i think that pikmin is like that sort of thing where it's like oh we don't have anything else here right let's just there, we don't have a october game or Let whatever it be let's the game it. of the month as opposed to right. right next to one of the other ones because i mean that's why like um probably what was it fire emblem warriors or whatever came out right around mario odyssey and like yeah. it sold all right but not great <laughs> probably because right. it was competing with that and even though it's a really different game yeah, like that game came out like a week or so before mario Odyssey. yeah exactly which is like ugh, that's kind of tight <laughs> yeah that's that's great but then again i mean nintendo likes doing that a lot yeah. but it, it depends on i think they usually try to make it so that the games don't directly have anything to do with each mm-hmm. other like i think um it might have even been which it's weird i think it was like mario and pokemon that came out on the same day it was like that sounds uh, right 3. yeah it was like or maybe it was this, i don't remember it was something that i bought both of the games but <laughs> but it was like a smash brothers game or something like they do that a lot mm-hmm. where they put out both games at the same time and a lot of times it's different platforms or at least it was like i think the 3ds version of smash brothers came out the same day as like mario 3d world or something yeah. weird like that yeah, no, I'm curious how that's going to turn out. And like, yeah, what this year is going to look like in general. I mean, hopefully we'll find out that uh, in about a week or so. Uh, next comment comes from Jordan DeBest, and he says, Detective Pikachu port for Switch is my prediction. What I want is for Nintendo to make big games. I'm uh, What I want for is Nintendo to make big games. I'm glad most of the smaller games already got ported so that they don't have to make them. I want stuff like an announcement for Kid Icarus and just more blockbuster titles. I like a whole lot of what came out in 2018, but they feel like a lot of them were safe titles. I'm happy. It seems like Nintendo is bringing out the big guns this year. Hopefully. Uh, that, that comment confuses me. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, I agree, but it, it kind of contradicts itself. Cause it's like, I want big games like Kid Icarus. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you see where I'm I think, at? I mean, uh, Kid Icarus is one of those maybe where it's like, maybe what he means is more ambitious rather than yeah. actually, you know, high performing. Cause Kid Icarus, I right, feel right, like right, right, yeah, right. maybe wouldn't sell particularly great, but I mean, if it's, if Sakurai's working on it, especially, you know, it's going to be feature packed and all that kind of stuff and right. hopefully not break everybody's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that game. Yeah. I love the, the Kid Icarus uprising and I wish it sold more, but it did not. Yep. I, I think it was like, at most it was like 
500,000 copies. Mm. Which on a console with the install base of like 70 million is not too great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like, <laughs> so it's like I, I don't know. Um, but again, maybe with fixed controls and a new like now active install base. Because I think that's that's another thing that people forget is that the fact that a console sold X amount of units doesn't mean that that's the amount of units that are available to the developers. Like things happen people break things they lose things sometimes you know like Mm -hmm. a lot of those consoles are not they're out of commission so it's like at any given time you may be looking at like maybe half of the consoles that you sold especially 3ds when they had so many iterations and so many like special editions and stuff where like you know, there's people now that have like six 3DSs, and for every one of those, there's you know ten people that have only one or whatever. But still, that you know that kind of adds up to where eventually you've got a bunch of people that yeah, again, don't make up that total number value. You don't have seventy thousand right. people or seventy million people with 3DSs. More so, you just have seventy million 3DSs out there. But right, and a lot of those are also like okay. So say at the time that Kid Icarus came out, they, and they sold two hundred and fifty thousand units, and there was five million switches. A lot of those, I mean, not switches, three <laughs> DSs. Yeah. Um, so a lot of those people that had three DSs, a lot of them are all in the same house, mm-hmm. and they're sharing yeah. that copy of Kid Icarus yep. Uprising. So that's a, that's another wrinkle in that. Especially since digital wasn't as big as it is now. And it's still not like the biggest thing for Nintendo yep. in most territories. Yeah. No, I think so. Jordan's comment just in general is interesting. I think it's true where like he says, hopefully Nintendo is bringing out the big guns this year. Uh, I've, they def- yeah, they definitely for sure. And I think what's, you know, kind of what they were doing, it seems like is it feels to me a bit like spreading butter on toast or whatever, where you put a ton of butter in the middle of the piece and then you just spread it out to where we saw all this stuff that was going to be coming out last year. But then it ended up being spread out as far as like all the ports. They're kind of just like, all right, we're going to hold off with all these ports so that we can keep working on bigger stuff. And then at this point, they still have momentum so that it doesn't have a Wii U type situation where you just have droughts because they've, you know, they're actually actively working on everything as it's coming out. But like you said, they've got Pikmin 4 maybe just waiting in the wings for when there's a free space for it. So they're trying to be, I would imagine, you know, responsible (laughs) with their IPs as opposed to just you know throwing them out as soon as they're able to or whatever right like a lot of people look at this year last year uh like it was like this like it was a drought but it i mean it was the biggest year for the switch Mm -hmm. it it really was like the fact that smash bros can't uh, like in that small little pocket of the year Mm -hmm. they had they had the fastest selling switch game change twice yeah (laughs) I think, I mean, I think what it was is like the the people that are mostly complaining about it or whatever feel like there weren't enough like original new high, you know, quality Nintendo games, like first party games, which that's kind of a high bar to set just because that's just not always what's needed either. Like, I think 2018 was exactly what was needed, but it might not be right. exactly what people who owned every single game on the Wii U wanted you know and like sometimes i feel like people get secondhand i don't know not embarrassment but like secondhand you know something where they feel like well i didn't have a wii u and i didn't play tropical freeze on the wii u but it was already out so i don't want to get it because it's not new where it's like if it hadn't come out i think they probably would have gotten it out of at least curiosity because it's like just look like just remove 
the the title the full title of the game but the ip we got a donkey kong game we got a new toad game right <laughs> we got bayonetta we got smash brothers uh-huh. we got like kirby you know, mario got tennis all these, yeah all this stuff exactly we got all these crazy ip in this one year and for all intents and purposes last year or 2017 was the same where it was like we got a lot of stuff that we got before yeah like we got splatoon 2 which was more or less splatoon 1.5 you know like we got how dare you aj (laughs) i'm totally kidding yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying i love splatoon but splatoon 2 is not it's not reinventing no for sure i would say i would say the only new games that we got that were like these crazy like oh man it's this crazy new big experience um is and i'm talking like indisputable and then i'm gonna have one asterisk <laughs> uh is breath of the wild mm-hmm. and mario odyssey yep. that's it and then the asterisk is mario and rabbits if you're stupid um <laughs> i will stand by that game a little bit <laughs> i did get it i know you and logan do not particularly well especially bob seems logan, to really no, hate it <laughs> logan i think logan likes really? it because he's 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 stupid like i said um <laughs> but Bob, Bob and me, we hate. Yeah. Also, I mean, Bob's stupid too. <laughs> for this, we've got a club. It's example, it's a fun club. Not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, man. I yeah. I thought that was one where like I didn't know pretty much anything about it. My wife got it for me for my birthday, and I was like, interesting. How dare she? And then I played. it I was How like, man, this is actually this is a whole lot of fun. Um, but yeah, super weird mashup of characters. And I also didn't have any preconceived notions about the rabbits going in. Like I just hadn't experienced them in the Rayman context. So I was like, oh, these kind of weird characters or something that you know I knew people didn't like from hearing about people not liking them in this context. But uh, once I went into it, it was like, yeah, that was a fun game. But I also totally understand the dislike say, for it. <laughs> I still say that that game succeeded because uh, David, what was David, David, yep. uh, something. Uh, yeah, totally don't remember his last name. <laughs> that dude. Yep. Uh, him crying sold that game. <laughs> You're not wrong. Cri- yeah, because it- he cried at E3, and everybody's like, you know what? This game isn't a cash grab. Yeah, no, that's so true. I mean, just like, I feel like, if if you felt like it was a cash grab, then that totally changes the whole context and concept of that game too. Where it's like, uh, we we want to make this strategy game, but we, we're just going to put Mario into it um, because Nintendo let us. As opposed to feeling like we really wanted to make a Mario game. This is the kind of game that we wanted to make, and then it turns out people loved it, and you know that kind of thing. Um, right. Yeah, I think you're right. That that I actually hadn't thought of it in that way. So thank you for expanding my mind, AJ. That's what I'm here for. That's why they pay me to big bucks. Uh-huh. Speaking of other people that pay like, you the big bucks and subscribe, uh, Gilberto Caldera said on your video, for me, I want a mystery dungeon game like every year, but I've lost hope on that. And well, for this time, I want to know what Retro has been working on or, or they have a release, a teaser or something. This is what I want from 2019. I can see that. This this makes me curious because I don't think I've I've looked into this, but I'm going to do it now. So yeah, give give your thoughts on that. Yeah. So yeah. So he wants a mystery dungeon game, um, which I've right. played just barely a little bit of, and uh, it's not really particularly up my alley. But that's all right. And um, but as far as what Retro's been working on, I don't really see that coming in this direct particularly um especially if the star fox zero thing happens like you were guessing at but i don't know who's to say what actually happens there but yeah i don't really see the retro title coming now and again rumors that it's star fox grand prix but i feel like we'll we'll see it this year 
it seems like i don't know you know there wouldn't be so many rumors about it if it was so early in development that we wouldn't see it this year is what makes sense to me so i could definitely see that dropping probably in a because it's not a nintendo well no it is a nintendo first party um so that's exactly yeah. what I was looking into um, because I wanted to know if this game was like, you know, like a genius seniority uh, sen- or whatever. I don't know how to say it. They're freaking <laughs> that company. Uh, one of their games mm-hmm. or like creatures or something like For that. Turns Mystery out Spike Chunsoft develops that those games. Okay. So it wouldn't be taken Dungeons. away from anything Nintendo resources wise. Doesn't look like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, so that could have, especially, I could see that mid-year as well, because like, you know, if Pokemon Gen 8's coming out, um, well, if Pokemon Gen 8's coming out, <laughs> or 2019 or whatever, um, yeah, that would make sense for them to have something, but it seems like, I mean, they like, do you think it would be something that would be, because they always seem to have that Game Freak, you know, Pokemon Company thing right before E3, and that's probably when they'll first show off the Pokemon game for this year. Do you think that would be something where they would show, if there were a Mystery Dungeon game, that they would show it in a direct like now, or they would wait for that kind of an um, event? I think they would wait until after the game came out, uh, because they do usually have uh, a Mystery Dungeon sometime after the new generation starts. Mm. Um, so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they if they did that, but like maybe like a year or so yeah. after the game's already out and people know these new Pokemon and stuff like that and they want to play with them in other contexts. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't totally sure how that kind of release cycle went. Um, well, in the last comment on yours, and I'm not going to know a, to- a whole lot on this, and Logan might have more than either of us, but um, Super Smash Bros. Hausman says, I'm really excited for the Landgrisser 1 or 2 remakes for Switch in February. Though the Landgrisser series of games isn't popular in the West, known as Warsong, when the game first was westernized it's still a really important game because it'll be the first game back on a nintendo platform since the 3ds land grisser game that flopped back in 2015 this sounds like a justin thing <laughs> um i don't even think logan would know what this is yeah i mean i know i've heard stuff about land grisser and that uh i mean it's an rpg i think a strategy rpg if i'm not wrong i could totally be wrong though so who's oh, to say man, that's two layers of <laughs> Of like that's just like a, a physical firewall of game that I cannot touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So I really I don't know a ton about that other than people are pretty excited about it. Which I another one that was announced around the same time I think was the Grandia one and two remakes. And this is kind of off the cuff, so I'm not sure. But I think those already came out. Those remasters or remakes or whatever. And that they no I don't they didn't. Think okay, they did. gotcha. I feel like I just heard somebody saying that like it's not looking as good or wasn't as good or something as they were hoping, but I could be totally off base on that. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, I hate Google so much. <laughs> so does Bing, so it's all right. The, not hey, that I use know, Bing at all. Sponsored by Bing, yeah. but no, I I type I typed in Grandia Switch release date, and it gave me the original release oh, date every time. Yeah, no, that's I hate it a hundred percent. Okay, so that bugged me. This is an aside for sure. When EA's Star Wars Battlefront came out uh, two years ago, last year, two years early ago, early twenty nineteen, early twenty nineteen. Oh, oh, okay. So gotcha. So we don't know yet. Um, so we're right around the corner from that. Nice. Um, but yeah, when 
when Battlefront came out, I remember looking it up to see like how bad the reviews were or something like that. And because there's Battlefront 2 that came out like, you know, 2002 or whatever back on uh, Xbox and all that. And then there's right. also this newer Battlefront 2, the Google likes thing, um, like how many people liked this game was like 97% because everybody was liking for the old one I, instead of the like new one. I was like, come on. Like, well, I'm looking for a game that everybody <laughs> hates yeah. in this game. They, I want to see how much this. they hate it. <laughs> More or less. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally get you. That's annoying. But yeah, so those are all the comments on your video that we picked out. I don't know. Any closing thoughts on all that um nope just watch my next video thank you for watching this one and if you didn't like comment and share go do that too yeah all right and then now so just going straight through these are some questions that y'all asked us and we're excited to read so mudkips uzumaki mudkips with a z instead of an s crazy asked uh a question is (laughs) what are you expecting from luigi's mansion and gen 8 and other nintendo ips which is a little broad. <laughs> the whole thing is concerned. But uh, yeah, AJ, what are you expecting from Luigi's Mansion Gen 8 and other Nintendo IPs? Um, I, I want Luigi's Mansion to be, I don't know if I expect this, but I want it. I want it to be bigger. I, mm. I, I don't want it to be like this like sidecar, you know, a Luigi game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I want it to be like on par with like a Mario Odyssey, if not at least like half a step lower, not five blocks down the street, yeah. you know, like where Mario Odyssey is like this, like what, like 10, 15 hour epic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Luigi's Mansion is like six hours long on a good day. Yeah. I mean, cause so I played Luigi's Mansion, the original one for the first time on the GameCube, t- uh, 2017. So two years ago and it was great. Like it was fun, but it's very arcadey in a sense where it just feels like it's a very confined experience. There's not really, there is technically replay value. Like if you want to get all the extra stuff and all that, like you can go in and do that, but it's, it's pretty much like a new game plus kind of replay value, which is not, you know, the same as a Mario game where you're going back in just because it's like so fun to be in this world. So it would be great if that were, bigger i think one of my hopes for it specifically is just that it actually comes out around i mean it makes too much sense for it to come around out around halloween if it doesn't like yeah. that would be such a disappointment if it comes out in like you know april or like september or something like that yeah a lot of people said i mean going backwards a little bit on in the comments of my video where it's like i, I want luigi's mansion and i like intentionally <laughs> left that out because i'm like no that's a quarter what quarter three yep, game totally. like that, that's that's not happening now or quarter and, four at that point even so that's like oh, yeah, even yeah, further yeah, away <laughs> yeah no i can't i i'm fine with it you know yeah. i'm fine with it just put it out what what day is that even Oh man, if that's I need to open my account. If that's a Friday, then how could it if it's a Friday, one (laughs) hundred percent. Like that game's probably done. And they're like, you know what? We're not gonna put it out until next year because that's just too perfect. So it's a Thursday. Oh which like cancel the whole year. (laughs) Cancel it. I'm curious now. I'm looking at twenty twenty. Would it have been better to no, it would be a Saturday. It would skip it. It next year's a leap year, so this right. is the closest we're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we're still right. Maybe it was done, yep. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Nope, we can get closer to Halloween. <laughs> we uh-huh. if we put it out this year, and they're just gonna drop it on Thursday. Mm-hmm. 
I hope I hope it wasn't done just from having looked at the trailer like it seemed like you were talking about hopefully it being a bigger budget game and stuff or not even bigger budget but just yeah. bigger scale which I mean kind of implies bigger budget too it seems a little bit unfinished from the stuff we've seen hey so man, far hey man I'm saying it's done the game's done yeah and they they just had the trailer from a while ago and we don't want to make a new trailer <laughs> Yeah, they're like, yeah, this is our first trailer. We slated it a long time ago, and yeah, people get like, me impressed by how upgraded it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not doing it. Yeah, no. And then we're just going to completely shock you with this game that's like, it looks like even better than Mario yeah. Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, so that's Luigi's Mansion. He also asked about Gen 8, which I suspect you've got a video on that. I have so many videos. Yeah on Pokemon Gen And we even kind of talked about it before. I think the Breath of the Wild thing, if if that rumor really means that, like, if, if you liked Breath of the Wild, you're going to like this year because, you know, Gen 8 is going to be, or just the 2019 game is going to be more like Breath of the Wild in that sense. That's what I would love. Like, I, if it's exactly a normal Pokemon game, I will enjoy it, and I will be glad to have par- purchased it and played it. But if it's any kind of bigger scale, then that's two thumbs up in my book. Like... I may or may not have a bigger video in the works that pertains to Gen 8 Pokemon. You should uh, stay tuned for that. (laughs) I and everyone else shall. Um, And other Nintendo IPs he mentions, I think kind of hard to answer that specifically. We kind of talk about that a bunch in the rest of this stuff. So I don't know if you have any specific thoughts on that, but um, we can skip to the next one if nothing else. Yeah, we got yep. the next one. Um, so Lethal asks thoughts on root beer in a non-chilled or frozen mug versus root beer in a frozen slash chilled mug. There's a huge difference. Yo. Trust me. Hot take. <laughs> root beer is garbage. Oh! It's too sweet. Good. Okay. <laughs> I have an exactly opposite, less hot take. <laughs> Specifically, okay, so I grew up in a country that was not the United States and we did not have root beer. And so like anytime my dad would go back to the States for a little bit, he'd bring back root beer with him. So for me, regardless of honestly, if it was like a good beverage or not, just the like nostalgia and like specialty of it being that was always like the most exciting thing. And my one of my memories about why I like root beer so much or not why I like it so much, but just that I think of all the time is um there's a Hey Arnold episode where Gerald, <laughs> where they go bowling and Arnold's friend Gerald is like, I do super well because every time I bowl, I think about the thing that I love most in the world. <laughs> so whenever I'd go bowling, I'd like throw the ball and think of root beer. Oh my god! Is, uh, yeah, typical Nintendo fanboy, <laughs> just living on nostalgia. Oh yeah, I love. But yeah, so all that to say, a great, great question for me, Lethal. <laughs> I, I don't even drink root beer all that much because I like to try to keep it special. You know why you don't drink it? Because it's trash. <laughs> you hurt me right to my core. Oh, man. No, I love root beer. But yeah, I uh, I like, I get IBC root beer in bottles and I don't really drink it out of frozen or chilled mugs, but I drink it out of the bottle from the fridge. So like, eh, it's close enough. But no, I'm sure yeah. you're right that it would be better. If I'm drinking, mug. if I'm drinking soda, it needs to be on like sour side. Mm. Root beer is too. For example, what uh, sweet. what kind of sour side are you thinking? I'm curious. Give me some orange soda. Mm-hmm. Give me some Sprite. Yep. Give me give me stuff like that. Root beer is too sweet. I can't. Yeah. Do it. Have you ever had ginger beer? Out of curiosity, it's nah. That sounds like some Harry Potter <laughs> stuff, and I've also never seen that. So it's 
it's like ginger. It's super gingery. It's like spicy almost. It's a. Uh, I like it a lot, but I wouldn't drink it all the time. It's kind of like a special. You also like root beer. I sure do. Your your taste, your taste ain't looking too good on this end over here. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's one to think about next time you see ginger beer, you can ponder it. Uh, But yeah, it's like a spicy kind of drink and it's very gingery and not very sweet, but that's that. Yeah. Moving on to the next one. Bebop asks ideas for Mario maker switch. Like your creative and I like your creative, interesting AG ideas for what the title could look like or what would make it great. New features, returning stuff, etc. I got a whole video. What do you do? (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) I'm probably going to make another video on it to be honest with you. Uh, that's like a mandate and I have to have Bob in it because that's also a mandate. So that guy loves Mario maker. Like, (laughs) yeah, he loves Mario maker so much. Uh, Yep. Good old Bob. Uh, so yeah, Bebop, go watch that video and stay tuned for another one coming up. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of very good ideas, um, including the ones that we already know AJ has made. Um, a couple other ones. So Grimhane has a super long one, at, a la yeah, Grimhane, which is... This is the Grimhane hour. <laughs> yep. Let's, uh, I'm going to skip it right now just because it's long so we can come back to it. And uh, Yeah, I, for clarification... I like to give Grimhane, uh, give him the floor because yep. he's a supporter. So it's like totally. if, for supporters, our YouTube channel is like, you know what? That's one of your perks. If you put it, if you, I mean, generally, if somebody puts something in a QA and mm-hmm. a or a really interesting comment, I'm going to put it in there. But I try to uh, preface, I mean, uh, not preface, I, I give preferable treat, uh, <laughs> treatment <laughs> to support. Yep. So everybody, the floor is open to anybody if you say something interesting. But you could you could be dumb like Grimhane and and also <laughs> <laughs> and also still be in the show. Yep. So yeah, he has a lot of good questions. So we'll come back to those uh, when we finish up these other two. Uh, so Patar thirty five asks, do you think the Switch will have third party support to the level of Call of Duty and Madden in twenty nineteen, or will the big blockbuster games continue to skip Nintendo consoles? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we talked about it with the EA stuff, but I think it's it, it's kind of now or never to some degree, um, where it feels like it's it's going to happen, especially with like Blizzard Activision being technically one company, and like I mentioned before, Diablo three doing so well. I feel like that shows to them like, all right, whether or not it's shooters specifically, it's worth giving Call of Duty a chance to see if that actually sells well because other non Nintendo games are selling well. So like, why not? You know. Right. Um, and and also, yeah, um, dev cycles are finally pretty much lining up so that theoretically, if they'd been working on stuff for a little while, you know, they could have had at least a year and a half since seeing that the Switch was pretty successful to know that they want to port the game over. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the, the biggest thing that people are ignoring, right? Like, the Wii U had Call of Duty, and that was because developers were confident in what Nintendo was going to do next mm-hmm. because the Wii sold really yep. well. So they're like, ah, maybe our games didn't do well, but this time they're having another console. It's probably going to do really well because we did. This time it's HD, and it seems to have more of a focus on hardcore games. So we'll give it a shot. And then that didn't do well. So then they're on the other side of the spectrum when Switch comes out, where it's like, ah, our last time at bat didn't really do good. So we'll see how this does, uh-huh. and we'll jump in if it looks good. Um, and now that it's doing really well, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, now we're going to start making our games. But that that dev cycle didn't start until towards the middle of last mm-hmm. year. And games are, I mean, not, well, 2017, jeez. <laughs> so, so it's Happy like, New Year, AJ. Now, Happy New Year. 20, <laughs> I swear, if I was like in school or something, I'd be writing 2018 on all my papers. 
Um, but <laughs> but no, like now is around the time where those cycles, like you said, are beginning to line up. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Call of Duty. I also wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see Call of Duty until 2020 because yeah. they are on a three-year like shifting uh, cycle for their development yep. of Call of Duty games. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot more third parties this year for sure. Call of Duty obviously is a question mark. If the Frostbite stuff is true, probably Madden this year. But who's to really say? Um, but, again, I feel like, yeah, it's probably now or never. And... Or, well, not really now or never. Now or next year is <laughs> probably more like it. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely seems like even like, I mean, EA mm -hmm. with FIFA. Like, FIFA seems to be doing really well on mm -hmm. Switch, especially like in Japan. Like, I think in Japan, it's like the best selling SKU of that game. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Next one, Magalore1000 asks, I have, well, it's not even a question. It's, I have a challenge for the podcast. You can choose any character from anything to be a fighter in Smash Ultimate. The catch is you have to get rid of two existing Smash Ultimate fighters. I challenge you to do this at least three times. So three new characters, six taken out. Six characters. Yeah, six characters. <laughs> you want to go first? The second half or... of this is going to be a little bit easy. <laughs> what, take <Yep>. him out? <laughs> uh, do I already have Smash Brothers open? Because I want to like look at the roster. Uh, I don't. My Switch is downstairs. So No, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to think if I have it open. Because um, I... Oh, no, I do not. Way to go, AJ. I'll, yeah, I'll hey, go ahead and man. go first. Um, okay, I... So the first one, if I'm trying to include three characters and take out six, Isaac from Golden Sun, 100%. Uh, or a Golden Sun character or whatever. Like, I would love him to be in there. Um, and then take out two Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> I don't particularly... <laughs> I do care which Any ones. Preference? Yeah, probably, um, like, uh, not that... Honestly, I haven't played any Fire Emblem characters. I mean, Fire Emblem games yet. I'm excited for Three Houses. But that said, there's enough of them that you can, you know, for fans of it, it's awesome to have Krom and Roy and Ike and Marth. But honestly, like, you could take out Lucina and Krom. And as far as I'm concerned, it would, you know, be the same. How dare you? Yeah, I know. I'm uh, I'm really you? offensive in that way. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. What about you? All right. So I'll go, I'll go next. Um, I want Shovel Knight. Ooh, yeah. And I'm going to give the boot to... Let's see. I'm also going to go a Fire Emblem character, but I'm not I'm not a pleb like you <laughs> over here. I'm going to kick out Roy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Because Krom is the better Roy. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to take out... Let's see, let's see. Who else do I not like? <laughs> Let's kick out Peach. I don't want Peach. Ba Daisy's better. <laughs> hot take, hot take, everybody. Yeah. Unless you play Mario Odyssey, then you know she's a trash human. Man alive. Yeah. That was that bit in Mario Odyssey. I was like, she's got to be kidding me. <laughs> All that work. Um, yeah. Do you want to do? Do you want to do three or just stick to one right now? We can do All three. Right. Um, next up, I I would love um, Rex and Pyra as a like. Pokemon trainer type character to mm. to join where like um, I don't know either like probably yeah Rex is the one fighting he's got his sword and all that stuff and then uh, either um, either Pyra is like behind him on the backside of the stage or she's also on there more like Rosalina or Ice Climbers but I don't know could kind of go either way in that sense but that would be super cool so Rex and Pyra and as far as taking stuff out um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go Fire Emblem just because that would be a little cheap at this point. That's the whole, it's the whole I, roster. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I'm trying to think. 
I, I mean, it's too easy to go Echo Fighters, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I feel like of Dark Pit and Pit, I, I honestly haven't played the two of them that much um, to know what the differences are. But Dark Pit, just like, eh, why not? Keep in Dark Pit, leave Pit out. And oh, damn. yeah, I don't know. Just hot takes everywhere. <laughs> and I don't know who else. Um Definitely take out Pokemon Trainer just so that you're crippled. How dare you? <laughs> totally you're kidding. Fired. No, I I very much enjoyed Pokemon. He was one, or that was one of my mains in Brawl for sure. So yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll keep thinking about my second one. You go ahead and uh, and go, and I'll try to think of another one to take out. Okay, so I'm shocked that you didn't go for these ones. But as far as the new character, I want just just for the brief disrespect. Waluigi. Just no, kidding. I want no. Just for the di- disrespect that you you uh, mm-hmm. inflicted upon me, <laughs> um, I'm going to say I want a Pokemon Trainer Echo Fighter. Hundred percent. I and I want to kick out uh, me Gunner mm-hmm. and which one do I not like? Me Brawler. <laughs> Me, me, Sword Fighter has a broken combo that uh, freaking everybody online goes for. But well, it's not broken; it's easy to avoid. Mm-hmm. But it's like a kill confirm mm-hmm. if you do it right. right. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, for sure, man. Those the me characters are real easy. The only downside of that is then you wouldn't have the me fighter costumes and stuff too. But no, that's not true because you could still just, just do it with the fighter. All the I mean, the Sword, sword Fighter. fighter. Yeah. yeah, just give it all. Yeah, I take out the brawler easy. I. Uh, <laughs> I did make a bunch of custom ones, a uh, bunch of custom me fighters, and they were all uh, Boku no Hero <laughs> characters. Yo, I saw somebody else do yeah, that. Yeah, I 100% did it because I saw them do it first, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to make uh, So I made Bakugo and Ide, because, you know, why not? It's real fun. So uh, for my second one, man, I, I'm trying to think of, like, who plays really boring or whatever. Okay, this one is only because of like my play style i would not i would take out sonic and i know it makes so many other people mad um but yeah i'm i'm fine with sonic not being in there besides for the series representation purposes (sighs) that's me yo i have more choices for who i want to take out than (laughs) (laughs) honestly no the pokemon fighter echo fighter thing and i do wonder like they mentioned that all the dlc characters are going to be paid or are going to be non-echo fighters but that yeah. does leave room open. I can't remember if you guys have mentioned this before, but probably that like they could make free DLC Echo Fighters too. Like that wouldn't be right. really or hard. They could just do another pack yeah. with different. Right, rooms. exactly. And this time, this time it's like half the price, and it's all Echo Fighters. Yeah, totally. Um, but for the last one, I want I want Sora, and just to hurt people's feelings, I'm taking out Cloud. Nice. <laughs> and I'm gonna take out. Uh, I'm gonna take out DDD because people that play with him online annoy me. <laughs> good stuff, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, so good question, Magalor One Thousand. Sorry, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't think of who else to take out. But um, I'm sure I'd in- include somebody else, but I can't think of them either. So moving on to the the big finale, Grim Hane with his uh, novel of a question. I'll go ahead and read the whole thing, and then we can kind of come back to it because there's a lot of little questions in there. Right. So, we've had a few special edition switches now, and they all feel somewhat lazy, from simplistic Joy-Con design to plain dock images, and if they go all out, maybe a design on the back of the Switch? So typically, all in black and white, or a different two-color variation, for example, the Pokemon Special Edition. 
This seems to pale considerably compared to other consoles, but also even compared to the 3DS and 2DS line. What would you like to see in a special edition in general for the Switch? And what games do you want to see special editions for the Switch, past, present, and future? Anything is up for grabs. And then he goes on. Of the games announced so far for 2019 releases, what are you tentatively eyeing as a game of the year? Or if you'd rather, what game are you most excited for and why? This is for any system and not just Switch. Obviously, feel free to pick a game from each system if you want. All right. So, so that that's is it? everything. It's two main questions. It's just a lot of good exposition on there. Right. So for the first one, they had one really dope, like, I wouldn't call it a special edition, but custom console, and that's the Labo one. The Labo one is dope. 100%. Yep. Like, if they do more stuff like that, I'm in. Here, yeah. And my theory for it, too, I've thought about this for a while, um, is that, sure, yeah, there's not nearly as many cool ones as the 3DS and 2DS, but I think they're slowly rolling them out so that they get cooler and cooler over time because, like, right. if they made really cool ones now and then ran out of ideas down the road, then it'd be like, all right, well, I'm not going to bother getting that new one because I've already got pretty much the coolest one. Whereas if you think about the 3DS and 2DS lines, at the beginning, it really was just revisions and different colors and like a couple extra things and slowly and, you know, down the road. Now we're, what, seven years into the 3DS life cycle, eight years almost. And now they've got the like Hylian Shield one and the Pokeball and the Pikachu one. Yeah, those, those are, are like super too. cool where it's like I would I almost want to get a, another 3DS just to get that one. I would never even look at that 3DS and I want one. Yeah, exactly. No, that's the thing is like, I don't have, I've got a 3DS. I don't play it really barely at all, but, and you know, and there are plenty of games. Like I didn't play the 3DS for most of its life cycle, but there's a lot of games that are on there that I should be playing and I'm not, and I have one, but I'd still probably want to get a Hylian Shield one. Cause it's just like, that's really cool. So I feel like looks- if nothing else, they're just doling it out slowly so that they get cooler and cooler so that you keep getting more excited about it rather than being deflated at any point. And I don't even know if it's necessarily a thing of like them thinking they'll run out run out of ideas. I just think that it's better incentive to try to get people to double dip in the event that they do revisions in the future. Totally. So like say they're like, here's new Super, or the, the Super Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch right. Pro or whatever they want to call uh-huh. it or Nintendo Swap or <laughs> Nintendo Swap. Um, and then they do like these crazy custom like swaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that would make someone like us mm-hmm. even more likely to double yep. dip. You know, because it's like not only, and Apple uses this strategy a lot, where it's like not only is it this new thing that has different specs or whatever, but it also looks different, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like that that's what Apple really tries to do because it's like the phone might not be super different, but it looks different. So it's a status symbol. It's like, oh, I have the new iPhone. You're still on the old one. Yeah, you know? man, that's a great point. I've got the iPhone SE, which... I don't care about status symbol apparently because it's like yeah. the the six in the body of the five, which is already a billion years right. behind. But so everybody's always like, "Man, what's uh, when are you gonna upgrade?" Like that looks like crap. <laughs> I'm like, no, man, it's great. Like it's awesome, and it works. Yeah, it works. works exactly. But uh, like, I mean, and I usually usually I fall for that, and <laughs> at the same time, I mean, it's a write off for me. Yeah. Um, but I I do like usually uh, upgrade. This is the longest I've gone with a single iPhone. But when I bought mm-hmm. it. It was the the new like I got the uh, piano like the you know like the glossy black iPhone yep. seven plus mm-hmm. that was the, that was like this is the new mm-hmm. one <laughs> you know um, but now I'm like nah I'm waiting till they, they do another ten or whatever they want to call yeah, it yeah no for sure 
Yeah. So I think, I mean, that it makes sense. I feel like that they would wait to, uh, to do cooler ones down the road. But as far as what, uh, yeah, AJ, what games do you feel like you would like to see special editions for, um, or any of that? Pokemon. I mean, honestly, I feel like just any major titles at this point are going to start getting special editions. I mean, maybe not, but like so far, that's been the case. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, cause, and I wonder how much, like definitely Nintendo's marketing of Diablo helped it so well. I know I keep going back to that one and it's not like, like, I mean, I played some Diablo and I liked it all right, but I didn't care a ton about it, but it's more just like the kind of what it means for the switch that I think is, is neat. Um, but the fact that they gave that one, a uh, you know, special console. Yeah. I feel like just any blockbuster title is probably going to get one. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And then his last part of the question was of the games announced so far for 2019 releases, what are you tentatively eyeing as a game of the year or which one are you most excited for and why? Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as I mean, as far as the other consoles go, what, I mean, what even is coming out on other consoles? I don't even know. Um, uh, man, I don't think so. I I only have a Switch for all uh, honesty and transparency and stuff, and right. I feel like Sony. I know Days Gone is coming out at some point. I don't care about you know? that. And then otherwise, they've uh, got. I mean, there's a, pl- a ton of multiplats coming out, so that's exciting. Oh yeah, there's there's Kingdom Hearts. Yep. So I'm gonna give Kingdom. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go safe. And wait, is does Xbox have something? Xbox. Uh, they got Crackdown coming out, and. Uh, oh no, they have Gears. Oh yeah, Gears. I think it's supposed to be coming out this year. Um. So if Gears coming out this year, that's my Xbox one, mm-hmm. and then Kingdom Hearts is my PlayStation one. Yep. I'm not gonna. I mean, honestly, I'm probably not gonna buy it on PlayStation. I'm probably gonna wait until it comes out on Switch. <laughs> yeah, but cause I, I'm in like the perfect like tier of excitement for that game, where it's like, I, I mean, I'll play it. You know, I'm interested in it, but I don't need yeah. it. You know, like whereas everybody else is like, they waited decades for this game to mm-hmm. come out. And it's like, I. It's fine. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, that's me with a lot of games, honestly. And I, I honestly. Breath of the Wild was the reason I got a Switch and I didn't get it right at launch because I thought I was that with Breath of the Wild as well, where I was like, I can hold out until, I don't know, my birthday, which is in October. So that would have been holding out like <laughs> seven months or whatever. And then as soon as tax refund or whatever it was came in, I was like, yeah, n- no, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get that. So, but yeah, I never, I've, I've never, I'm never able to do that. <laughs> it's, yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, that was like, yeah, a month later or whatever that, but besides that, there's a lot of games that I feel like I can hold out for because there's all these other games that I haven't played. So like Celeste, I knew was awesome. And I was like, it's going to get a sale at some point, And that $4 is going to just be helpful, you know, as far as budgeting How goes. Dare and, you. but I got it and I, I just beat it this past week and it's phenomenal. But I was like, I know there's other stuff. I'll just avoid it and like not watch a ton of stuff about it because I'm, I want to just enjoy it when, you know, the right time comes. You're a yeah, monster. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's few games that like make me need to get them immediately. But Breath of the Wild was definitely one of those. Yeah. Uh, as far as um, yeah. but I feel like Pokemon is like the obvious one so I'm not going to say Pokemon because Grimahane knew Pokemon <laughs> I'm surprised Grimahane didn't say and not Pokemon right. <laughs> uh, so I'll give him another answer let's let's go uh, I feel like that's an easy one too 
Which one? We don't even know. I was going to say Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one's easy one too, so I'm not going to say that either. Um, Luigi's Mansion. That's that's nice. it. That's the one. Yeah, I think. I mean, for me, Pokemon, obviously, as well. Just and especially if it ends up being literally anything more than just a regular Pokemon game. Um, if it's just a regular Pokemon game, like that'll be super exciting. But yeah, it'll, it'll exist. Yeah, and like. But it won't be, I think at this point, my expectations are up just a little bit past that. So I will be deflated just a bit if it turns out. I think my expectations are significantly (laughs) higher than that. Yeah. Um, And I'll still like, everybody says this. Every time I say like, because when I uh, make 50,000 freaking Pokemon videos (laughs) and everybody's always commenting like, oh, if you just get another Pokemon game, you're still going to buy it. First of all, no, I'm not. Nintendo's going to (laughs) provide. And second of all, (laughs) what a distinction. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) second of all. I mean, it's Pokemon, so it's like I'm not in it for like the gameplay per se right now. I'm in it for the world, and that's what I care about. That's why I'll still buy that game, but I'll love it even more if I enjoy the gameplay of it. So that's why, like, Mm -hmm. I really, 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 really want them to change up the gameplay and make that actually fun, like, and interesting. (laughs) Yeah, no, that would be and a game and a game that if I outlet like IGN called a game of the year, people wouldn't be like, "What, Pokemon? The game that hasn't changed in twenty years." Mm -hmm. Game of the year, you serious? And I feel like what I'm, especially the fact that Let's Go was a departure in one direction makes me think that it's entirely likely that this game will be a direction, or a departure in the other direction of like more different or, you know, hardcore quote unquote or whatever, or just like more interesting besides like, because the complaints about a lot of Pokemon games is they're kitty, you know, is that they're right. um, just too casual or something like that and they want it to be more not even necessarily challenging but just a little bit more adult and I don't it's not going to be like Uh, you know it's not going to be more adult in that entire sense but like it might cater a bit more to that as opposed to just you know kind of being as middle of the row as possible it needs to be in that Mario area like that Mario Zelda Mm -hmm. you know where it's like a kid could play it and enjoy it but it also has enough depth for yep I mean, if it were, man, if it were exactly in the same sphere as Breath of the Wild, like obviously not in gameplay in some respects and all that, but just same kind of thought sphere as Breath of the Wild. What an amazing timeline we live in. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, and I mean, really, it would make a lot of sense if a lot of the gameplay transferred over from Breath of the Wild to Pokemon. Especially like the elemental, like chemistry engine engine sort of situation. Mm -hmm. Like that would make a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah. So it's like if freaking Game Freak went over to to Al Numa, it's like, yo, let me borrow that chemistry engine. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, be down. you know, to go into the cold and if area. they went over to Monolith and was like, hey, let me borrow yeah. like 25% of your staff. <laughs> let them build out this open world. You know, like, come on now. Like, Pokemon is the biggest property in the mm-hmm. world. Period. Yep. Period. When I first heard that, I was like kind of shocked and then i looked it up and i was like no that's right and i was like no that totally makes sense (laughs) yeah like everybody looks at me crazy when i say that and that's the stat that i say all the time like i told bob that he's like no it has to be like star wars or something like no i'm telling you it's Uh pokemon like it's it's not even it's not even a contest so it's like and still Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know because like pokemon and that's the thing like very few things ever become the biggest thing in the world Mm -hmm. pokemon has done it at least twice right like as far as like the uh, the thing that it's still one of the biggest things in the world even on a bad day, but 
Pokemon literally took over the world twice mm -hmm. where everybody's talking about this thing and like everywhere you go somebody has something that has something to do with Pokemon mm -hmm. you know like that doesn't happen very often with other things like even a Star Wars where it's like it's still mostly like this thing that around when it came out it, it belonged to like you know like nerd culture mm -hmm. And it was like more of this like segmented thing that not everybody's talking about, and you know. But Pokemon was never really like a nerd thing. It was like a, a thing that all kids did, you know. Like it was almost like you were a nerd if you weren't playing Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it brought kids, it brought people together, and that's like such yeah. a, you know, to be a cultural thing. It's, I mean, that's part of it is just you know people sharing in it too. Like if everybody cared about something but cared about it individually, then it it just would die out immediately. So, but for people to have communities based around it and stuff like that's, and that's what Pokemon has been multiple times. Yep. Yeah. So make a game worthy of that. But I think that this, that's average. That's everything, right? We don't have any nope. more questions. That's right? everything. So that's the 44th episode of directly to you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Um, maybe Logan will return. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know where he's at in another dimension or something doing something or other. Mm -hmm. but until then we'll see you guys next week everybody say something nice about parker in the comments um and and we'll we'll see we'll see you when you see it all right yeah goodbye <laughs>